happy and we're singing and we're colored. Give me a high five. Yo, yo, this your boy Flaw 700. What's going on, everybody? It's Fresco. And we are the Podcast Brothers, and this is episode 13. 13. However you say 13 in Spanish. Yeah. We that. Let's see. Before we there get into this uh, episode, uh, we want to just uh, let it be known that we lost a very special, important person this past Tuesday. Gracie Mae Womack, our great-grandmother, passed away. Born September 16th, 1928. Passed away August 30th, 2016. We love you, Granny. Rest in peace, Granny. You are a strong, fierce woman. All right, we're going to miss you, baby. All right, man. Hey, yo, so... Moving right along, not to get stuck right there. I, on my way in here, I noticed three weird things. The three things that just made me think, right? So on the drive over here, I ride past the church, and I just, I'm looking at all the women walk in. I'm like, I never understood why big hats were a thing in church. Like, what's, what's, is that like fashion church gear 101 or something? What is it with the big hats in church? Uh, I don't know. It was competition. The, the grandma? That was a swag competition? Yeah, that was a swag competition. Who can outdo? one another because even when I was in Cameroon back in Central Africa, I had weddings, church. Don't matter about big, your dress or your shoes, it's just a, a hat. Big, yeah, right? it's a big or like my aunt collection. <laughs> she when she travels, she has a suitcase just for her hats. Oh so the hat is the battle. Yeah, it's oh, the battle. Shit. <laughs> church get gangster. I don't too. understand why, but that's like But that's what I'm saying, yeah. but why? Like who was the first woman to win the know. the uh the national hat off I in really church? I don't know, bro, but <laughs> Uh, all right, so uh, the other thing I saw is uh, why are people so stupid? For example, I'm driving in here, and I'm getting ready to turn on the street, but I can't turn on the street because it's traffic coming one way, and right in front of me is two women and a man walking in the street with a stroller. But it was a perfectly available sidewalk right next to them. So I had to wait for you to decide that you wanted to get on the sidewalk with the baby so I can drive past when the sidewalk was available the whole time. What's wrong with people, son? You saying that they was just walking in the street? They was just walking in the street. But there was a sidewalk. But the sidewalk was right there. Must have been dog. And this ain't no. This ain't no. <laughs> could have been. It wasn't like it was a bike lane. Like, what the fuck wrong with you? Yeah, Get out man. the way. It could have been like some dog poop or puddle or. Nah, on the whole sidewalk. You know how the sidewalks are trend is, man. These cracked up sidewalks. Just, but even so, though, I think, bro. But there, there aren't the cars on the sidewalk. Bro. All right, that's there are no cars on the sidewalk, especially with a baby. And you can swerve around the poop if that's the case. They they shoes was fucked up anyway, so it don't matter. Oh, Third thing is now we know it's September now, so and it's a little hurricane, tropical storm out on the coast, so it's bringing a little draft in. Is it cold enough for a hoodie bundled all the way up with the strings tied around your face? No. Well, I'll say this: I took my son to his ninth grade orientation um the other day and it was kids in there with hoodies on first off we know trenton public schools has no air condition <laughs> they don't so, so it's hot in there but i just look at it as man a lot of people can't afford a nice clean t-shirt to be honest with you or is it the i don't know the guy that i saw walking down the street his, his little sweatsuit was fresh mm. you know what i'm saying if he would have just took the hoodie off his head, he, uh, maybe his braids got fucked up, or he got a bald. Maybe look like Patch from that video on Facebook. <laughs> shit, nutty out here, Patch. <laughs> Hell, nah. Maybe his shit was like that. But if that ain't the, if that ain't the case, I don't see why. And uh, it was like a seventy degree morning, nice little breeze coming through. But it's not enough of a breeze for you to have your hoodie on your head tied up with the nine in it, as if it's in the middle of winter. Son, maybe he had that pack in there. I seen uh, maybe I, I seen a guy in the gym with a hoodie on with the sleeves off. 
What? Yeah, yeah. Nah, but I'm always looking at him like, all right, listen, you must don't have money. You must don't have clothes at home. Like, so when I see that, because I see it a few times, I'm just always taking like the sympathy rule of it. That's just me. Sometimes hoodie with the sleeves off, like cut off. He cut the sleeves off. No, he got I've money done, because he could afford to <laughs> cut the sleeves like, off the hoodie. I've done that. Okay. All right. Ain't got no I do muscles. that to my old hoodies, though. <laughs> you ain't even got no muscles, bro. What you cutting the sleeves off for? But it just looked like that was his regular gear. You could <laughs> yeah. look at somebody and be like, hmm. Okay. And that's another. Why is it? Why do you have to dress a specific way when you do certain things? Like, gym gear is yeah. the weirdest gear I ever see people True. wear most of the times. Really? That's another competition. Yeah. It's, who got the, you know, females, It's like whoever got, got the, the brightest outfit on yep. in the gym wins. Who who you ain't got no leg. fucking I muscles. Like, <laughs> I like looking fresh in the gym, man. Got, my shoes. Whoever got the brightest colors on. man. Everybody wear them neon Sneakers, and, my sneakers match my shirt sometimes. Why, why can't it be but black? You, but you do that outside of the gym too, though. No, he you know doesn't. He don't. <laughs> no. I don't know. Something about that. No, something about that man. gym swag is different, yeah. man. Yeah, it's just something about it, man. Dog, you, know, you doing that? Your shit matches if it's black. To get a little attention. You know what I'm saying? You. Nah, what, it's I all. Don't, a, I don't get it, man. You, you gotta pause? wear a certain shirt to a hat. You, you gotta pause? wear certain colors to the when gym. When you work out, you like to look good, man. That shirt gotta fit you a certain way. Yo, you look cool. good. I'm cool. Everybody that works out, I ever seen be ugly as hell. <laughs> Even the best looking chick, she all sweaty and muscular that looking and shit. That is true. It don't matter what you got on at that point. You still making them same grunty ass faces. What the? What the? <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Hey, man. <laughs> I only I like mean, to look nice, really nice when I'm going now. Fresco, like, we're not some... we're not gym life though, so we wouldn't understand. I was thinking that I wasn't going to say that. I mean, I used to be ballers life. You feel but, me? So but I then again, we used to have to be fresh right. on the court. Right. Now, wasn't you fresh on the court? Of course. Matching socks of with course. the shoes, with the matching I bandana? I never did that. You never did I that. Did. I never. I did. Listen, Listen, man. When but I was Deion, in high Deion's school, my favorite player. When so. I was in high school, I played the whole season in Air Force Ones. My feet was <laughs> fucked up. Uh, I never, yeah, ever bought a pair of shoes to play ball in. I, I just did. turned my fresh shoes that was once that turned raggedy into basketball shoes. No, nah, I did. You know? I but never went it's out. It's a cultural thing. No. It's, yeah, it's a way of life, man. Like, it's, you, it's, you know? it's, yeah, Deion man, said you look good, you play good. Yeah. I took that to heart. I mean, I go, that ain't always the case. Because normally the nigga with the headbands and the headbands and the jersey, that's the weakest trash. nigga on the court. I just had that um, at Open Gym he'd be on the Friday. Friday. He'd be the last one to get picked. Dude just had two shooting sleeves. There's only 10 people out there. <laughs> Knee pads, headband. A pro-am jersey and was trash. Well, I guess, man. Listen, gym so, is life, ball is life. I just, I just like to drink Coronas. So uh, we about to jump into the topic. We got our, our first repeat guest. Hold on. First, before we get into, a, get into the guest, shout out to everybody who been checking us out up to this point. We 13, 13 episodes and You can catch us. What's the Twitter again? Podcast Brothers. Podcast Brothers. Me, email us at mybroandme at gmail.com. Mybroandmepodcast at gmail.com. Holla at your boys, man. SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube, YouTube. We out here. Yeah, don't forget to share, man. iTunes. Definitely need that iTunes love, man. That SoundCloud love. Um, subscribe. Check us out. Leave us a review on iTunes. Can't stress that enough. That's people like important. yo. People like hitting me up directly. Yo, dope podcast. Listen, don't tell me. Write it on iTunes, we brother. Y'all every, and we Sister? telling y'all every week, too. Oh, Apple. <laughs> telling y'all every yeah, week. Yeah, tell Apple. Like, I love it. Don't get me wrong. I love it. Like, people tell come, man, y'all funny, man. Y'all sound like Charlemagne and this and that <laughs> and the third. Y'all funny. Yo, I need y'all to tell Apple that. I appreciate it. I appreciate it, too. It's all love, but, the, you know, it'll be more love if you write the reviews on iTunes. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we got our first repeat. A visitor on the podcast, brothers. He was on episode five, I believe it was, of Police Brutality. We got the homie Sarah in the building. What's going What's on, happening? man? I'm happy to be back. <sighs> happy to be back. So, um, yeah, he was on episode five, Police Brutality, and 
we're going to get into the big topic later on. But first, we was having a conversation before we started recording. But, hey, yo, tell a story that you said about Shorty, about uh, Hove and Biggie and Pac. I'm on the phone with this chick last night, or yesterday during the day, and um, she asked me, Biggie or Pac, who's better? And throughout my life, like, my, my answers changed a lot, but I've settled on this one recently. I said Biggie was a better rapper. Pac was a better artist. Just meaning Pac had songs that could span across different, like, emotional realms and connections that Biggie didn't have. I feel like a lot of Biggie's context was the same. Mm. Hustle, hustle, hustle. I was broke. I'm on now. I'm jiggy. I'm fly. Pac could do that, too, but he could also hit you with a Brenda's Got a Baby, a Keep Your Head Up, a Dear Mama. I don't, I don't hear Biggie having any type of songs like that, in my personal opinion. I hear you. I made a, a vlog. That's vlog with a V, not a B. On YouTube, right? And I've always been biased because I'm a Gemini. First off, Biggie and Pac are both Gemini's. Gemini's yep. But Pac is born June 16th, and so am I. Biggie was May 21st or yeah. 24th. One of those. The first day of Gemini. I think it was 21st. Okay. So whatever 21st, is, right? yeah. 21st. So I kind of took on the Pac thing where I get Pac. Mm-hmm. I get when he gets mad, I get that. Mm-hmm. When he wants to make you laugh and cry, I get that. Because mm-hmm. that's just, you know, just the natural, normal, numerous personalities of the Gemini. We can be whatever we want at any time. Yep. But then I had to sit back and say, okay, listen, all the Tupac songs, well, first off, when Tupac would record a song, it's already documented that he would record a song and then leave, not mm-hmm. even listen to it and master it. Mm-hmm. He did his verse and then went to another song. Yep. And then if you listen to his best songs, most of his work was featuring somebody else. That's fast. So Pac, on his own song, had one verse, probably didn't do the hook, and had two other guys on it, had a, had Dr. Dre or Daz Dillinger recording the beat, had Nate Dogg. Yeah, had so many people on his song, but it's still a Tupac Machiavelli song. Mm-hmm. Biggie had Biggie basically did all his music by himself. Now, whether he wrote them down or not, that's still the big question. They say he didn't. He like he kind of like went off the top on every song, but Biggie was on like every song, every dope song you can name. Biggie did it by himself. He had different personalities in his songs where he was robbing himself, yeah. or or you know First what I'm saying, like definitely. yeah, like he was flipping his his own self. Yeah. I just didn't like the gay raps he would use. Yeah, that, that, like, yeah, that, always, yeah, that yeah. was a bit crazy. People yeah. never people never criticize Big off those. I was, I can't even repeat. I'm not repeating. I can't even repeat. I was just listening to that song the other day, and it's like, come on, me and my bitch. Everybody knows that song. Yeah, so it's like, yo, dog. I don't, I don't really like. I couldn't get down with that. So I've been biased for a long time, but at this time, I would have to say Biggie is better than Pac, just because as an artist, because Biggie just took the time to master the songs. Pac did a verse and left, but as a bigger activist, spokesperson for hip hop. Uh huh. Course is Tupac. I can get down with that. Yeah. I can get down with that. Um, I'm my, with all of that. I don't really have much to my, say. My other thing than what is, y'all said already. like, I lived on both coasts. Okay. So, obviously, being here, Biggie died on my birthday. Mm. But hold on, one. though. The point, the point, right, of the bringing up the story in the first place was to say what Shorty said. Oh, oh yeah, we're gonna get into that. She's um, she after that, she went on to ask me who my top five was and who was the goat, and I said Hove, mm-hmm. which I feel like his body of work, the longevity. Just the different elements of hip hop that he's brought to the table, and the growth in his music. yeah, like and his this, brand. there's nobody better oh, right. than Hov. And my answer would have been would have been way different two years ago. Mm-hmm. And I really like, and it's not to say like Hov was my favorite rapper actually when I was like seven, eight years old. I mm-hmm. bought Volume One, that was my favorite rapper. But then I had my Nas phase. I'm one of those dudes that felt like Nas killed them on Ether. 
I always felt that way. So I went through a while, like, not really appreciating Hove as much until I had to come back and break it down from day one to kind of realize that, yo, he's really... All right, man, get to the damn list. He's really the <laughs> guy to rap. Oh, I'm not, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not putting my list. Oh, you ain't... Why not? Nah, you started it off, but I'm you just... I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I said Pac, Biggie, Hove, M. My fifth was hard. All right, that's cool. I why put, would you, I why would you not want to say your list, though? I put pun in there. Big What's wrong with that? Man. What's wrong with that? I feel pun is the most underrated oh, rapper of all time. Pun is the pun is one of the nicest. Pun was super dope. So that's my list. And it's crazy because I was listening. And you sound just like me. Once mm-hmm. again, when I'm biased, I'm biased. Like you could be super dope, but if I don't, if you're going against somebody that I really like, mm-hmm. regardless of their down times, I'm going with that person. And I always went for Nas. And yes, I believe Ether. Is better than Y'all fucked up the whole goddamn ugly. story. No, no, no. I'm just I'm going off what he said, and we're gonna get back to um. What Shorty, the Shorty said, said, yeah, she said, um, Hove is not the goat, and she said he's the most overrated rapper of all time. So I kind of like almost banged on her, but I let her live. She's cute, so I let her. And, and, but, and but off the air, she said like she was like 24 She's years 25, old, 25 yeah. years old, 24, 25. 25. There's no way 25. Yep. How, unless you grew up. Like, unless your mom or your dad put headphones on her stomach while you was in her womb, how do you, what you know about Pac and Biggie and you 25 How now? can you be 25 and say Pac is the greatest when you weren't there? I'm not mad at it. It just don't make no sense. I respect it because at least she knows, like, the history. But for her to say, like, that they're absolutely the greatest, but you can't acknowledge Hove, who was in the same era as them, and who arguably, I mean, Hove, you listen to his verse on Brooklyn's Finest, he made... You hear the stories. He made Biggie take that beat back home and write to it and come back. Biggie couldn't record on the spot. When you make somebody do that. I didn't hear that. Yeah, Clark Kent, DJ Clark Kent. Okay. Because, you know, Clark Kent was like Biggie's big homie, and he's the one that put Hove on. Okay. So for him, Biggie always was like, you know, I'm better than your man. And Clark was like, yo, my man's like that. So he's the one that actually put them together and set that whole session up. And that's how Biggie and Pac got cool through Clark Kent. Did this 25-year-old lady give you a list? No. Okay. But she she, just, um, she likes logic. She puts logic in her top ten. I forgot. She said common and most deaf would be in her top ten. I'm, <laughs> Yo, I'm like, she's, of all time. She's from the future. <laughs> I respect you. Like the past because they're dope. They're dope artists, but you can't put no common and no most deaf in nobody's top ten, man. Listen, man. Listen, I'm not putting either one of those motherfuckers in my. Not, top, not even nothing. in my top twenty-five. I'm sorry. I don't listen to them. Like I have. They're dope, but right. I'm not putting them in my top anything you know i it's some people that That's they got outrageous. a certain category you know and certain categories certain categories of music or anything you just don't really fuck with i've yeah. never been one to sit down to put on a lupe fiasco or a common or most dev. I, I know like they're you can dope, rap you can dope. rap but i i just don't want to hear that they don't shit. appeal to you no i want right. to hear that and shit. you and i had a little situation earlier what um, you mean you came at me big bro but i'll let you live you know i got love for you but About what because i said um you remember the, the little rap uh list that people were putting on facebook Somebody that's born to you, somebody that's dope to you, somebody that's underrated to you. What what you say? I said for me, underrated was Nipsey. Nipsey like oh, motivates oh, oh. me, and I said Cole was the most boring to me. Ooh. Not saying that he's not. Cole is dope, but I've I've always said this since How he can came you out. Be dope and he's boring. the dopest, most boring rapper. I don't get that. I, I don't get like I don't get hype when Cole drops a song. Like I you don't get hype when Town of Two Cities come on. That album was dope, but. I'm not gonna run to to download a Cole album when it comes out. Oh, you bugging? I'm not. I'll get to it. You drunk? But I'm not doing that. Drunk? Juice. And I was and I was hype on it's Cole before he got popping though. Before before a lot, I put Cole on a lot of people. 
You know what I'm saying? That, so that means he's not nice now. You just but over his the first nigga? album and second. Like I don't. I'm not over him. I listen to him, but I just feel like there's something missing with Cole. I'm offended. He's boring to me. I'm times. offended. I'm a big he's J. Cole dope. fan. I give it up. He's dope, but he is boring. He has boring moments. Hey, yo, fellas. Yes. Earlier in the week, right? Earlier in the Twitter week. Twitter was pop- <laughs> yeah. Earlier in the week, Twitter was popping, man. Uh-huh. And I was like, man, I can't wait to get on this podcast show and talk about. What's going on with the San Francisco 49ers? My squad. My squad. Yes, squad. Yeah. Hey, yo. Yeah. Let me get right into it. Shout out to Colin Kaepernick. My favorite uh, player in the league. He about to be my favorite quarterback. He ain't even it's on my, my team. my guy. And then what makes me mad is how everybody reacting from it. Y'all acting like he took the flag out of the middle of the field and pissed on it and said, fuck this country. Yeah. That's what you're acting like. People are just ignorant, man. You know what I read that was crazy? Right? Colin Kaepernick, right? Uh-huh. He's adopted. Yep. After six weeks, right? Yep. Two white people adopted him. Mm-hmm. His father is black. His mom, mom is, is white. white. Now, the mother who gave him up for adoption criticized what he did. Did you did you hear about that? Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. That's crazy. She said, this is what she said in quotes, there's ways to make changes without disrespecting and bringing shame to the very country and family who offered you so many blessings. Uh, and when the Twitter world got a hold of this and they criticized her for not uh-huh. standing up for her son, she says, in quotes, hmm, so if I disagree with someone, example, my 12-year-old, my 6-year-old, my 3-year-old, my husband, or Colin, that e- that equates to not loving them, ha, seriously, hashtag, that's crazy. She does have a point with the second tweet. The first one, though, is the one that I have a lot of issues with. I'm trying to figure out where's the disrespect. That's exactly, what I've been looking exactly for. That's what I was getting to. I've been trying to find the disrespect. I looked under the couch cushions. You yeah, feel me? I looked underneath I can, my car seat. It. like, damn, I can't see no disrespect but in his action. It comes back to the point where, like... Racist! It is. It is. It's, it's, in, it's, in its nature. Plain and simple. Racist! In its nature. She's, but, you know, she, she slept with a black man to have him. Yeah. And she gave him up for adoption. All My whole thing is, is this what you say to your son that you want to build yeah. a relationship with? Yeah. I don't think they have a relationship. I think she, she, tried, she, to, just, she tried to come back into his she life tried to, um, the year that he was named the all-star quarterback. Yeah, but what's crazy is that um, she came to a game and actually sat with his um, adoptive family. Mm. They've they've kept the lines of communication open. Right. But the Kaepernick family told Colin that, you know what, Like if you don't feel like having a relationship with this woman, we respect that, but they've kept like lines of communication with the, with the. Um, listen, purple. listen, bitch. Don't mama not. Don't be trying to pop up in the picture when the nigga get big. Time. Right. Get Once it gets popping. <laughs> Once it gets popping, man. You wasn't you wasn't with me. You know what I'm saying doing motherfucking suicides in the gym no, or on a run. field. <laughs> you right. Get up out of here. I, I just think that's crazy. Mama like, not. You want to build this? Like I just can't get over that part. You're yeah. trying to build a relationship with your son. Not saying that you think what he did was right or wrong, but you should be saying whatever, whatever, Colin. Yo, whatever, Colin. Listen, man. If if there's ever a point when somebody I know is in a dark spot or somebody's being questioned about their intent, I'm always give you the safe answer. Mm-hmm. I just because I don't, I'm not trying to be implicated. Don't. Hey, yeah, man. Look, man. Ain't ain't nothing wrong with what the fuck he doing, man. Something wrong with y'all. Yep. Feel me? Something wrong with y'all. Then I go in the house like, yeah, that nigga shouldn't have did that shit. Yeah, yeah. It should have been private. Yeah, it should have been private <laughs> conversation. In the house. Yeah, yeah, you man. I don't taken know what you thinking, Twitter. dog. You shouldn't have did but. that shit. But when I get in front of the cameras, I tell the cameras, I got your back on the camera. But yep. I'll tell you, like, yeah, you shouldn't but have But you know what's crazy? I think she probably could have touched his heart had she would have tweeted. Like, I don't know if she can contact him directly, but maybe had she tweeted him and said, you know, Colin, I'm with you no matter what you want to do 100%. He might have took that yeah. and shed a tear on that. He could have. And Kill. reached out to his mother. Instead, I, I I think she blew it. Now I don't know. Maybe he would have saw it as an obvious gold digging attempt. But you got to try. 
you got to try. <laughs> you got to try. At, at the end of the day, at the, you know, she's come out before. She has nothing to lose at this point. Shoot right. Shot, yeah, exactly. Who is she? Like, she like, got she, nothing yeah, to lose? She has nothing to lose. Listen, man, that's just like any other of these uh, reality TV show joints, man. You see them all over the place, TMZ, walking around recording them like they're important, man. They just want a man, moment. Hold, they just want an article Hold on, though. How quick, is TMZ man? always on the scene everywhere? How do you know it's TMZ? Cons- oh, conspiracy theory. These niggas said TMZ is the government and they well, setting it all up and they always dead. Everything, like anytime something happens, TMZ has doom, 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 footage doom. of it yeah. ASAP. On I was, site. I was thinking that too. That's crazy. Yo, man. they like a cult then because they everywhere. Yeah. Like, damn, well, they must be cutting Daniel. those checks. I was thinking the same thing. It's like, how? Like, if I'm it's out no there. Other, it's no, no other people either, though. It's only ever it's TMZ. It's always TMZ. What does TMZ stand for? Anybody know? No. I don't. Thought Media Home. <laughs> Thought Media Z. Your, your former coach, Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. Did you see what he said? What did he say? Oh, he man. said, I acknowledge his right to do it, but I don't respect the motivation or action. I did see that. I did see that. I mean, here's a guy though that wears gold chains uh-huh. and does hip hop acts uh-huh. to, to recruit, recruit students to yeah. Michigan, black students to his college. Fuck out of here! I mean, here. it's the same as Wait. it's the same. All right, so y'all remember when Cam got drafted, right? Yes. And Jerry Richardson, the owner of the Panthers, I remember that. Forced or told him that if I'm gonna draft you, you can't ever have tattoos or earrings to be my the f- face of my franchise. I'll Meanwhile, you have players on your team who have that, so your starting quarterback has to be adhered to a different. You know, um, like standard than the rest of your squad. At that time, I didn't have a problem with it. Are we mad? I are had we, a problem with are it. We mad? Are, are we mad at that? him for saying that? I'm mad at him for saying that because are you doing that to every quarterback you draft, or are you just doing that because you don't want a black quarterback to? How many fit white the, quarterbacks? How many black quarterbacks rock with the Panthers in previous years? What was um, their last black Rodney, quarterback? Rodney Pete. Rodney Pete. Probably. I don't know. I don't know who the hell that is. Holly yeah, Robinson, yeah, Pete yeah. husband. I don't think he knows who Holly Robinson is. Like sometimes hanging with Mr. Cooper, Holly Robinson, Pete. Listen, man. <laughs> Yo, f- come on, bro. I, I know. Fa- I'm better with faces unless, like, you was, like, you know her like face. that. You know her face. But. But y'all remember Jerry Richardson was doing the dab when it came out. Yeah. So cultural appropriation is always going to be a big thing. I, but I feel like with Harbaugh, you're speaking to guys who kind of have, like, military mindsets, right? Right. So when the comments that, or when the, when the whole situation started, pretty much it was made to seem like, Calling this disrespect. I don't like nothing. Nobody he said, said retaliation nothing about the military. I don't like nothing. Him, nobody's reactions. No, him nobody sitting was not a protest against good the military. From what they've been saying about Kaepernick, nobody, so, not Drew Brees, because they all they're all including stuff that yeah. he didn't say. But why is the military so hard? So like so gung ho about and it then, when he didn't say anything about the military? And then on top of that, the military veterans has been coming out and speaking up saying they support Kaepernick. Let's, let's keep it a hundred. How many people knew that the flag represented the military? I mean, they, they, I feel like they force it down I think, your throat I so much. I think looking at it as the country and it. the military and the country are viewed as one and the same. Yeah. So if you're looking at the country as a whole, then that's yeah. quote unquote affiliate automatic mention of I the really military. Don't, I really don't think Kaepernick, Kaepernick knew that. Like, like, oh, I'm not going to, like, he didn't have the military in mind when he yeah, said he that. Right. Absolutely. I don't think so either. And but then I, I seen a funny tweet too. Like, dude tweeted and said, Y'all mad at Kaepernick for not standing up for the flag, but y'all watch all the games every Sunday. How many times you stood up at home when, when doing the national? Oh, anthem? That's, that's real. Fire. You know, that's real. How that's many times fire. you stood that's up real. at home? You ain't set your ass right on that couch. That's real. And you watched oh, it. Yo. You know, I stopped saluting the flag years ago, though. That's the real, ether. Real. That's the that ether right there. It ends you know the conversation. But I'm gonna take it a step further. Y'all know what I just did? The um, we had the I played in the game with Booby Gibson and a couple other NBA guys yeah. down in South Jersey, mm-hmm. and the game was for um, Operation Injured Soldiers. 
that's that was the, the game was about for like you know veterans of wars and stuff like that who were injured. Right. And one of the dudes that spoke was saying how like they come back and they're pre- like pretty much neglected by right. you know by the government and also by the military. Like they don't have any aid. So right. with that being said, we go to football games, we go to basketball games. You know, they tell you stand up, take your hat off. You know, with the national anthem playing. How many of those people are really like going out? You salute them at games and stuff, but what are you doing after that? Right. Because right. the dude said that twenty three soldiers a day lose their lives because they just can't handle adjusting back to real life after being mm. out of that element. Man, like, that's so, crazy. And it kind of touched me because that same day, we went we, um, on the way down there, we stopped at KFC, and there was a, uh, a Vietnam vet sitting by himself. And I kind of, like, gave him a head nod, you know, like, acknowledged him or whatever. But you see these people all the time. You don't ever know what they're going through. And they're committing suicide at an alarming rate. But all of a sudden, Colin says something. Now everybody's for the military. But what are y'all doing to help the military? That is that is actual that is actual factual. Gems. Y'all not getting in the community to talk to these people. Listen, and, nobody really gives a fuck, man. They just nothing. care about the idea, man. When it comes to living on a daily, ain't nobody walking around with a fucking American flag tagged to their car or on a flagpole running down the street saying, but July go 4th, American. July 4th, only, everybody loves Only July country, 4th in the Olympics. That's the only time America. as a country we go, go USA. You know what I'm saying? America. That's it. That's it. All that other shit on that daily, I mean, salute to the veterans and everything like that. Definitely. They definitely appreciate it. But the people who acting like Colin Kaepernick actually did something wrong, you're, you're missing out. You're the reason why he's doing what he's doing. He was trolling. People, like, nah, go ahead. He was trolling the cops with them socks, though. Y'all seen the he socks? Was. That was he wild. was. He was. <laughs> that was wild. He exaggerated I, on that. When I seen that, I said, he definitely a G now. Yeah, yeah, He's a G, yeah, yeah. but he, he definitely a G now. That's I told, stamped. Like, like I told you, Fresco, I felt like he should have waited till he had his spot secure, but I respect what he's doing because That's I kind of felt I mean. like it was going to put a lot of pressure on the NFL and then on obviously on the, the 49ers. I've been hearing from reports. people who you know wanted him cut. You know he he doesn't deserve. Like now y'all questioning how he's going to make like how he's going to make a living because of something that's very real, something that affects all of us in this room. Which is I'm not scared of no terrorist group. I'm more scared of walking down the street. And engaging with the police and not knowing what their agenda is. I don't think I've is. ever seen a terrorist in my entire life. You know what I mean? And we might yeah, I've never. Just, I've never walked down the street like, damn. Dog, but I, I've, I've had more fear, you know, towards the cops than than any other. Yeah, you know just, what I'm just the other week, I'm sitting in the pizza shop eating pizza. Two cops walking out. I automatically got tense afraid. up. Yeah. You know what? You know it's funny because and I I ride through the hood or whatever, and I never feel like, damn, I, I could get shot riding down this block. But when a cop walks by, a cop behind me, I stiffen up quick. You have to be on edge now. You want to know why I got kind of afraid? Because I just might look like somebody that, that they're oh, looking yeah. for. It's oh, yeah. that simple. Yeah, you, you fit, fit the, the description, description of somebody that's a suspect, and he had a gun. So I think you had a gun. Yeah. I, that's why I'm kind of glad I got to wear a shirt and tie to work because I work out in a suit. I work out in Princeton, Pass, and uh, Hope. Horrorborough County? I don't know if I'm saying that right. Hills, Never Hillsborough. heard of it. Hillsborough. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Hillsborough County. And it's you you remember uh sir, we was talking about it. You said what your brother was dealing with out there. Oh yeah, in Plainsboro, yeah. Yeah. So I'm out there and, but I like to think that my shirt and tie saves me for getting licked that. Oh funny. it don't. I'll be stiffing on my back up straight. I'll be putting on my little circular duck and pin the huge glasses. Man, and yeah, we're the I only people caught. that have to do that. Like black folk, black men, I should say, are the only people that have to kind of like wear different hats around different people because you never know what people. Good day, sir. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I've seen I've seen white boys that I've been with say the wildest shit to cops, and the cop is like, "Okay, you know, get home safe, have a good night, get home safe." But yo, they're me to say something to a cop like that. Nah, nah man, look. my black ass getting thrown under the jail man, if I look. if I live. If so I look right. So about all of that. So about what Kaepernick said. What I think about what Cam Newton said. In response to that, you shouldn't have said nothing. That's kind of 
That's if you're gonna give that type of response, you shouldn't have said nothing. I don't get what he we, sounded. He sounded dumb. I'm saying I love Cam, but yo, and like I was a little disappointed in him because one eighth of he, he gave comments like he won the Super Bowl last year. Like, hey, one man, eighth I just of won the inch. Super Bowl. I'm just trying to be good out here. I wasn't doing nothing. But yo, like yo. Like you didn't say anything. Who am I to say he's shit. right? Who am I to say he's let's, wrong? When they they ran Cam through the mud last season. Yeah, let's keep it funky. Last year we was all defending him because all he wanted to do was dance and dab and, mm-hmm. and smile, and they killed him. They called him, and they said Cam Newton is what's wrong with the NFL. NFL yeah. Right, him, Cam Newton. And we sitting there defending him, and then in the Super Bowl they killed him because he left the press conference early. Mm-hmm. Right. So we're we're like he knows. And then he said, "I'm a black quarterback that scares everybody." Yeah. This is what he so he knows. So when he says something like this, mm-hmm. one eighth one eighth of a an difference, inch. it phantoms him. Now, you, once again, I think you're talking to me like I'm stupid. You think yeah. I'm dumb, Cam? <laughs> you think <laughs> I'm stupid? Is that it? Huh? When he started huh? saying that, I was like, "Yo, bro, what are you like? What are you trying to say? What are you trying to accomplish right now?" But this is this is my thing going, and I think differently. I think that they think that they can take any black man or woman and say, hey, listen, I need you to do this and tell this to your people, and we're supposed to follow them. But once you say some bullshit, we will no longer support you. Basically. That's how it works. We see it time and time again, though. Cam oh, Newton is on the you know, outside right and now. And another man. thing, man, this is the same thing with Chris Brown, man. They, oh, yeah. they be killing Chris Brown, yo. But he does it to himself, though. Not, not in this situation. Not, not, not in this one. That's what I'm saying. You know you're never going to get caught for the situation that – should put you in that, you know, in that. There's always gonna be something else. There's always gonna be something like else. Like OJ Simpson, you know what I'm saying? Like it's always gonna be something else. No, but I think Chris Brown faces a different level of ridicule that not a lot of celebrities have. But Chris have Brown faced. is just—he acts ignorantly sometimes. Too. But can you blame him? I can't because I, he don't know. Can you better, blame him? But I he can blame know him better. You hey, look! If the world treats you like shit, like why are you gonna walk around with your with, with your, with your tie what? on and your hair? I can't. Back? But I don't can't, complain about it afterwards. Then. If I can't it, judge if you're that man. It to yourself. I can't judge that man. I just know that my eyes saw this young, clean cut teenage boy who could sing, and the next thing you know, he's this dirty looking thug R and B singer. So me personally, I don't know his life, but from the outside looking in, I'm like, Chris, what happened? Like this, but, this ain't you. So but who? Chris, everybody Chris Brown and Bieber, in a sense, Bieber ain't do the same shit. Everybody I don't does. To Bieber, Bieber I definitely did that. Bieber came. Bieber out, was, was getting arrested every baby, other week, baby. You know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden, Bieber is tatted from head again? to toe. Yeah, Bieber was getting arrested every other week. White Still privilege, going baby. around his house now. He, Bieber, Bieber now was, he, he reinvented yeah. himself. Now he got that clean boy image yeah, again. Bieber was supposed to be the nobody next, says nothing about Justin Timberlake more. Which is why I think Chris Brown can rock out how he chooses to rock out if he ain't bothering nobody. Don't have the privilege. Yes, he does. Um, he don't have the privilege. He, he doesn't does. does have the privilege. I'm gonna say this though, Fresco, is that he could rock out. You could do whatever you please. But if you know you're bringing that attention to yourself, then don't give a fuck all the way. Don't start crying when you know the powers that be want to put you in that box, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, why me? Why is it always me? You're doing that shit to yourself. If you're not gonna give a fuck, don't give a fuck all day, 24 seven, and don't complain when shit happens. That's just, that's just how I mean. You know I mean how I feel. No, I don't agree. Rock out. Nah. <laughs> Fuck that. I mean, you're not going to get the support that, that. Uh, Justin Bieber gets, man. It's just a whole other thing. You know, that's why Eminem never really got... Like, when you got a team around you and you come to the hip-hop culture mm-hmm. and you get too deep into it and you don't know what you're doing, there's always a team for Eminem, for uh, Justin Bieber that helps you get your image back. Yeah, definitely. There's nobody there for Chris Brown. There's nobody there to help Chris Brown. No, None of the big wigs because of him and his Rihanna thing. You oh, yeah. can't oh, yeah. get the help oh, yeah, from yeah, Diddy, from Jay-Z, from Kanye. Hope shut to that help door down them. ASAP. Right. Plus, I'm sitting there thinking. 50, 50 rocks with him, but yeah, people but 50, don't look at 50 yeah, yeah. in that light either. And plus, I'm sitting there thinking, why was Chris Brown even home? Why wasn't he out touring? Nobody's ever home. 
He's home. he can't be home. What kind of I just that? I just I just don't know any artist who's ever home. Be, be honest with you. I mean, he you got, might not hear about the home, but because you know your mind that he goes home. His child wasn't there. His child wasn't there. Oh wow. He he can't be home. He with the homies chilling. Well, that's his problem. He blood now. He can't be home chilling. He got to pay his dues. He ain't got no job. No nightclubs want to hire him. What I'm saying is it's not enough work out there for him. That's what I'm saying. I don't agree with that. And he does nightclubs. Okay, he's not. When the last Yo, time you had a Chris Brown tour? He just can have a night True. off. I'm pretty sure he. I'm pretty sure yeah, it's from within mean, the last. Maybe the last two three years, Chris Brown's been on the tour. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to say exactly. I believe in the last two three years. Because I feel like yo, you should be able to be home and chill and have no, a time. No, you can be home, but in my opinion, like when I heard Chris Brown's home, because I already know that they're shutting down. Like he can't do certain venues. I know that. Mm-hmm. I, I read it. So now it's like okay. The nightclub scene, like when you go to the nightclub, you get into alleged fights with women mm-hmm. or, or security guards. So now it's like to me, I just took it as they're slowing down his money. And he's home, but but like mad rappers behind all of this? getting like shootouts and fights could, at clubs. Could Drake be behind all of this? What the hell, <laughs> Drake? Nah, I, <laughs> no, he better not be. I'm trolling. I fucks with Chris Brown just off the fact everything affects everybody differently, man. If the way, if the reaction that he got from the people, it could have been people in his corner that turned his back on him after the whole Rihanna situation happened. Definitely. They turned the boy into a whole different animal. Definitely. Right. I cannot be mad at him for the way he chooses to express himself. Based nobody's off the nobody's I'm mad, not, nobody's mad at him. I'm not saying you're mad at him. That's say, just the way Chris, I put it. You got to fix it because you don't have yeah. the out, you don't have the resources yeah. to fix it. So maybe like, he feels like he's jo- good as he is. Yo, Johnny, Johnny maybe Manziel, he feels like he's good as he is. Johnny Manziel could... Beat his girlfriend up all week. Right. You know what I'm saying, drink as much as he wants. And they gonna send him to still rehab. White. He's still <laughs> they white. They gonna send him to rehab. And they gonna say, you Johnny, you're a talented football player. Thank you. We like, can't wait for you to get back on the field. No, they don't care yo, about Chris. Brown. Vic made one mistake and it was over. Ben Roethlisberger made how many? You know what I'm saying? They ain't got a sexual sexual I know situation. The difference. I'm not comparing it to anybody else's situation. I'm talking about Chris Brown as a person. If this is the person he chooses to be after all the scrutiny he faces. And continues to. I cannot be. Hey, fuck it, man. Do what you want to but, do. Bro. But that's what I'm saying. No, he could do that. But then again, if you choose to do that, don't get mad when they put you in that box because you brought that on no, yourself with your the, attitude. You no, feel what i But this situation, he didn't do anything to himself. The girl accused him of some shit that he's swearing he ain't do. Like, how do, truth, you, how do you react to that? How the do you react to that? Something should happen to her because I haven't heard anything. That's what I'm saying. Like, there needs yeah. to be some kind of penalty in place for people who falsely accuse people of things. Like, this mother, this woman walking away scot free from a Accusing people She's still of white. rape. They serving 25 years in jail and they just get out because some damn new DNA studies been proving them innocent. I've been there 25 years. It's, like, white, it's white privilege. Yo, when I'm talking about that rapist Brock Turner. Oh, my man, God. Fuck that dude. Man. Call him. They call him by who he is. What did he do? Uh, three months? Three out of he six? He did three out of six months for getting caught. Good six behavior. Months. Six months. He got out three months early for good behavior. His family got to be connected to somebody, man. Of course they are. They got to. But I just want to touch on it lightly, and I just got a question, right? When it comes down to the women involved in this, when they when they get raped, where do they go? Quote, unquote. What do you mean, where do they go? Like, home? Well, because, no, because it's like, if this was an African, well, this was a black man, his face would be all over the news, mm-hmm. and sh- their family would want justice. Mm-hmm. But why is it when Brock Turner and um, I can't think of the other? I didn't situation. see that on the news once. What? Right, Brock Turner. We I had to dig for it. Yeah, we had to dig. But I haven't. We don't know nothing about the woman though, mm-hmm. and what their families are saying. So we can assume that they were 
bought out and paid. Oh, they got they got to be. But they how can you check. put a price on that? It's it's it, it's what I'm saying. It's like how does that how does that work that way? And that's going every, on in the Derrick Rose every, case right now yeah, too. Everybody got a price. Sure. Yeah, but Derrick Rose is getting. That's, that's what I'm Rose saying. And they talked about more than Brock Turner though. But you know, right. Lotto, and, but back. they still won't release the shorty name either. They, they, but, I read an article. They, they uh, refer to her as Jane Doe. I get that. Since yeah. since we've been young, right? All of us. We're all different ages. Yeah. When you watch the news, they show you black crimes at a crazy clip, right? Yeah. White crimes don't get the same type of press. So when you have a culture already in the society who ingrains in your mind that you know what, black men, they're no good, they're no good, they're thugs, they're this, they're that. Because we get the same reaction from white people as we do with Asians and Indians. Mm-hmm. Right? When Indians see a black man, some of them, especially the women, they get uneasy around us. And it's the same stigma that is shown even in Africa about African-American men. Okay. I get, I get nervous when I see Indian women and I old do white too, women in the grocery store. Like, yeah. so, I don't fuck with old white women in the grocery they're, store. They're never going to show white crimes because they want the society to believe that, you know what? You know, there's a reason why we're doing this because, yo, if, if we didn't kill him, he was going to get us. Right? Right. When the, when the Alton when Sterling. That nigga, that nigga was chilling. You know what I'm saying? He, he had a gun on him. You. But they always spun it. Oh, yeah, he had a weapon on him. But then when the video came out, you see that he wasn't even doing nothing. The cop kills him, shoots him twice, and then calls, so my shots fired, blah, blah, this and that, and is in panic mode on the phone or, you know, on the dispatch. You think they teach yeah. the officers, you think they teach the officers acting classes too? They got to. Sound like they got they desperate to. on the walk. They got to. Because the easiest way to break a culture and a society down is to make people believe that what your, your actions are justifiable. You feel what I'm saying? So when they tell you that your black men ain't shit, what they've been telling us our whole lives, so I'm going to look at both of y'all like y'all ain't shit. Because it's already ingrained in my mind that, yo, fuck that nigga. I'm going to get mine. It's the same type of mentalities that people have in the hood. Right? Right. But you don't see that shit with any other cultures. But it's crazy, right? Because the Florida man, Michael Dunn, mm-hmm. I think this happened a few years ago. The speakers? Yeah. The music the, playing The music loud. was too loud. Michael Dunn got life without parole. Mm-hmm. For killing that black kid, right? Good for his ass. And they and the thing was, he went home, walked his dog, ordered Chinese food, a pizza, whatever what it was. Like he just killed somebody and mm-hmm. just went home and went about his day. But they got him life without parole. But if this happened more often, mm-hmm. right, we wouldn't get police killing innocent people. We wouldn't need Colin Kaepernick protesting the flag. Is it Kaepernick or Kaepernick? Kaepernick. Kaepernick. But, okay. Well, I see it wrong sure. every time. All the time. Because you was I'm like, yo, is he saying it right or am I saying it wrong? Colin Cap. Yeah, right. Um, we wouldn't need these pro- protests going on. Yeah, we wouldn't. But I think that happened in 2014. But have we heard about it since? That's my, that's my, that's where I'm getting at. It's we, like. We haven't heard about Trayvon since. Right. I'm reading these articles. I'm like, yo, this article is old, but somebody just posted it, so I yeah. thought it was fresh. I, I thought okay. it was new. I'm yeah. like, maybe we're going to talk about that on the podcast. And I'm like, yo, 2014? Yeah, he got that. convicted in 2014, yeah, and it's, it's just not news. Well, so so what he just, the trial is just over just nah, now? It been, it been somebody over. Somebody probably just put it back somebody up. Somebody probably just you know put mean? it back and up, it. and we got excited for some good yeah. news finally, so everybody made it seem like it just happened yeah. the nah. other day. Right. 
Because I've yeah. seen them like, okay. Them re- shits don't be on the news. I mean, I don't really watch the news too much anyway. Honestly, when I turn to the news, I'm like checking for weather I don't watch shit. no like, type of news, to be honest. Yeah, I, don't I, don't watch no be news, I just want to see the weather I'm, in the morning. But I know for a fact that, that they me. lead with the worst story possible. For News is all about ratings. Black. It's not it's always about, a black. It's not about black. fucking the the uh, most important information or letting the people know what they should be knowing. It's about ratings and with ratings, you want to push this. This the fucking media we talking about. Like we talked about last week, they going to present the image that they can draw in the best crowd in or whatever captivates America the most. And a lot of motherfuckers are scared of black people, so they leave with these stories because they show you, you that twenty four seven. You know what I'm saying? So you know it's saying? a loop in your brain. It's you, like it's you like believe that white people tape. don't commit crimes. That's the way that they, <laughs> real talk right, They think that right. white people Don't commit crimes Because I, I argue with my mom All the time You know oh, Black people gotta do better Black people are cursed We gotta do better I'm like yo mom At the end of the day Since you've been in this country They show you 24-7 black, A black person doing this A black person doing that Because my mom was like Yo when I'm in Newark Or Trenton I'm uneasy And how can I be so uneasy Around my own people I'm like yo ma You're from Central Africa I'm uneasy like, everywhere, honestly, you know man. Like, like, I mean, I don't be worried about much, but shit can happen anywhere. It can happen anywhere, dog. Anywhere. Like, my home, my, one of my right hand uh, homeboys, he just bought a house out in the suburbs and shit. The first thing I thought about was, damn, it's like an ID channel type uh, neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> shit can happen anywhere. Shit can be going down everywhere. Like the most, the richest neighborhoods be getting robbed and burglarized. Right. I'm, I ain't with it. White you know crime, could, white crime is just as prevalent as black crime. I was in, when it. I was out there yesterday. I drove my uh, with my my girl, my brother, and his girl, and they was she left some stuff in the back seat. I was like, "Yo, you gonna take that in the house? You wanna put it in a trunk?" She was like, "This looks like a nice neighborhood." I was like, "I don't give a fuck. You wanna take it with you? Put it in the back seat because I'm not coming out here to no busted window. Somebody done stole your purse out my Facts. back seat." Facts. And it's crazy because you can move. You could be in the hood. You know what? I need a better surrounding for my for my family. You can never be too safe. And you safe, can move man. them somewhere, and you move next to a bunch of Trump supporters. <laughs> well, definitely. How do definitely. you feel about that? You ever you ever watched it? It's a show on the ID channel called uh, Neighbor Wars or Neighbor Fears or something like that. I've and never neighbors seen it. be bad and like on some out to get you type shit. Yeah. Like on some Samuel L. Jackson and Lakeview Terrace type oh, shit. I've never seen that. You know what I'm saying? You definitely gotta send me that link. I've never seen it. Man, and that shit is crazy. They be building tunnels to dig underneath their houses to get to the neighbor basement and then they kill their neighbor and yeah, like, man, they crazy, man. Flaw, when you said we move to better neighborhoods, right? Right. That just means you move into the white area of town. Right. Like right. black folks, we don't have better neighborhoods of our own for real for real. Speaking of which, you know what I'm saying? Did right. y'all hear what Nick Young said about Chris Brown when the whole yeah, jump was going he, down? He was trolling. Nah, fuck Nick that. He ain't supposed to say that, yo. But we, we he ain't Nick, supposed to say that. At the end of the day, is Nick Nick is in hot water too, right? What the but he with is the whole he Iggy situation? Nah, she she with French Montana from what it looks like. No, I think that's over. He's in hot weekend. water publicly because of you know obviously he was cheating and he got caught cheating. I don't think so. I don't think nobody's talking. People, I don't think nobody pays attention. I don't to think they pay attention to it. But people people were talking crazy. About nobody him. nobody really cares. I've seen women talking crazy. I'm just saying that was a few months ago. See, he's not big enough to maintain. Yeah, he's not. Right, that kind of status. Yeah. I just, I just but feel I'm just like saying, he's it's, just it's one of no way you that, can't do that, yo. Like, why are you doing this? You gotta but, move, man. It's only about four, or five black people over he here. Was, he was, he was trolling. He was joking. But at the end of the day, like, that. people are that gonna use no that joke. to make it seem like, oh, look, Curse Brown's not even liked by his own, by his own friends. That's why he shouldn't have did it. Yeah. Right. That's why he shouldn't have did right. it. And that's why it's so hard for us to win the war because when you got, you see what Jerry Rice said. Man, and that broke my I heart. Woke, yeah, right. But that, that what is that? What his old peanut, Mister fucking peanut head ass? He basically shit. told Colin, that he "Don't wrong. disrespect the flag." Oh, yeah, he wrong. He liked the, he liked you it. seen Rodney Harrison comments that he had to take back? He looked like a razor net with a face. Rodney Harrison. 
Rodney Harrison, yo, duh. Whole dickhead, bro. He said, Hold on, um, didn't Jim Harbaugh take his comments back too? Rodney Harrison took his I comments back. I don't care back. about what you take back. No, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, but they, should, but they, they say this stuff as if it's okay, and then they think they're going to get some, a certain public reaction. Then it's when, not the, when it's not the reaction they're expecting. It's, oh, well, I didn't but mean you, it like but that. But we all know why, though. Should have said it right the first because time. Because instead of, instead of getting all the facts straight, people jump on the first exactly. excerpt that they put out. We right? talked about that last the week, episode was, 12. The caption was, Kaepernick disrespects the flag. It had nothing to do with, oh, Kaepernick is protesting against black, you know, oppression and brutality. That's right. done at the hands of oppressive cops. Rodney Harris. That should have been right. the caption. But now they say, oh, Ka- Kaepernick is against the military. That was the main caption. So everybody, instead of reading into the story, oh, Kaepernick hates the military, you just hop, hop on Twitter and just start talking about it. Yeah, Yo, you know what's the funniest thing ever, out. man? When it's a story like this, right, and you go in a, in a story beyond Facebook, the Kaepernick interview and then you read the comments on Facebook yo people are so fucking dumb yo oh yeah it's outrageous sometimes I read the comments on Instagram and Facebook just to laugh let me see what these dumb ass people talking about yo they be saying the most outrageous shit I'm pretty sure most of them is just trolling but the really long ones that you get like that's like 6-7 oh, yeah. sentences they, thought they be dead out. serious they thought it out they be dead serious those are the ones I read I'm like yo you sound so fucking but dumb, social media bro. I say this all the time social media gave idiots a platform to speak I was just thinking that like social media you just put too much energy Energy yeah. back into racism because you can. There's like, no, there's no like, there's no way to to filter out what's right and what's wrong on social media. You know yep. what I'm saying? Because somebody yeah. could say some outrageous and retarded shit. It's then they'll be it's like, yo, what's wrong with you, man? Retweets, likes. Oh whatever. my god, yo. Speaking of which, I was just having this conversation. This random tweet I came across. This dude took a picture of this girl, thick girl, and the caption said, "If you came across her unconscious and unsupervised in a dark alley, would you get her medical attention or would you get a quickie?" He, I guess he thought he was going to get a laugh, but he got tore the fuck up. And the girl who he put in the picture actually saw the tweet. Was like, "What the fuck, you jerk? You like posting? You suggesting like should I get raped or not? If people find me, like what kind of shit is you on? Press charges on him. You know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah, that's, that's not a that's game. That's not funny. That's that's not a game that's at all. Crazy, that's not yo. funny, but people are gonna laugh about it. That shows you how dumb he is, how simple minded he is, and he probably really thought that that was a joke. He really thought it you was a joke. You can't joke around like that. You can't. But that sounds like a, a middle school, high school type of joke where like listen hey kids do not engage in that type of conversation because you will get in trouble <laughs> yep. right that, that is a fact <laughs> that is an offense that is a federal offense you will get thrown in jail if you get caught mm-hmm. some there's just no penalties for stupidity man hey listen let me ask you this question to. right alan iverson this was back in july though but i just seen an article he said that all lives matter mm-hmm. did you see that mm-hmm. okay he said all lives matter now it's different when a culture icon says it, somebody that the urban community loves, and if he had his own, like, we would build it. He should have his own statue in the hood everywhere. It's Allen yeah, Iverson. But sure. when he says it, how do you take that? Well, all lives matter. He's trying to mediate. Allen Iverson, yeah. He's, he's trying to mediate. Says it. Yeah, he's but, trying to mediate. Yeah. He's trying to mediate. He's playing mediator. Okay. That's exactly what it is. And I don't think that's I, too much different from Cam saying it's one eighth, one it's eighth, one eighth of an inch. It's the same shit. And I have a problem with it because, Iris, in your whole career, and the reason why we we gravitated to, towards shit, you before was that, because you stood for in something. high school. You stood for us. They tried to fuck him up and since you high know what school. He stood for us. I just think the difference is we know Cam Newton is on his like he's an uncle time. We can look is at it? him. I mean, we can look at. We can look at. I don't want to. I don't want to pass that, that judgment. Fashion? I want to. But I mean, it's, it's a standard. Russell Westbrook. You know where it's started that shit. They all do it. They different with it. They different. Can't, that's rich money. Bron, Dwayne Wade does it. I mean, and th- look at Dwayne Wade. He was a Sean John um, 
model yeah. when he first came into the league wearing a big ass suit. I don't really think it's his clothes. <laughs> I think most of the time he's he's wearing something dope, but it's just sometimes you're like, all right, Cam, like you're taking his fashion thing too far. Yeah, but yeah. I just look at him and I can see, like, okay, if there were going to be, put it like this, I could spot Uncle Tom if. You got all your facial hair shaved off, and you got a little fuzz oh, under your lip. <laughs> if you ain't a cop or something, <laughs> black man, right? Yeah, yo, you just got this shit. Where's your hair. stash? I at? Always, and I'm always where's right. Your stash. So at? when I seen Jerry Rice say what he said, and I looked at his latest pick, I said, mm-hmm. all he had was eyebrows. All he, all he, oh, like, right? Shit. You like, never really see. Had was you never really see a thick bearded man, or even a man with a beard, talk about all eyes. Jerry Rice, you, like the you, Dookie. Emoji. You know what it is though. <laughs> my, this is my personal opinion. I feel like it just comes to a point where, like, it's we're the new kids on the block, right? Okay. And you got that old black person that yo, I've been here for a long time. You gotta stop that racket. We gotta, we gotta live here. We gotta, we gotta be able to live here. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. Them type of shits. Because Jerry Rice, Michael Jordan, same type of cats. They never really stood for nothing. You know what I mean? And when you are and so far removed with hoop from those eras, like. <laughs> Jerry Rice grew up, I think, in Alabama or somewhere like in that. In the country. So in the country, not necessarily the hood. Right. Cam's from Atlanta. But I don't know if he's from College Park or Buckhead or if he's really from those areas. You know what I'm saying? He could be from, from Gwinnett County. We yeah. don't know. But when you're removed from that society so early on and you don't see it happen, you kind of get desensitized to it. You kind of feel like people are exaggerating. But in 2016, when we see it, it's on our smartphone. A.K.A. As as Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. But I, don't, I mean, but I don't want to pass that judgment on him. You know what I'm saying? Because I, was, I don't know if he if he's standing for shit behind behind closed doors. Look, man, like you was about to say, but if you, have you a see it, if it's in your face and you see it, you can't deny it. It ain't but no. Oh, it might people, be that. Some people can't just want to tell. Some people want to just tell themselves that it just can't be. And what can I do about it? You know, what I saying? was telling Fresco this the other day. It's like when you a black man or a black woman, yeah, and you get around good people for a long time, uh-huh. you become blinded. To it. the fact that it's still a war out there. Yeah. So when you talk about Michael Jordan, uh, 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 Jerry Rice, and people like that, Shaquille O'Neal, mm-hmm. Charles Barkley, they've been around good white people for so many years. You got to take Shaq out of that, though. i seen Shaq. Shaq did not. When I watched TNT mm-hmm. and he asked Shaq about uh, police brutality, Shaq is he a cop. took the hot. I get that. He took and the blue wall of he, uh, he, silence. Yeah, he said. But you just, saw, cop, but you just saw a cop shoot a black kid. You're right. And you Ted I play ball with a lot of cops who tell me straight up, like, yo, we it's it's unwritten rule. We can't you know what I mean? They tell me they've told me some fucked up shit. I wouldn't never tell them my brother either. Straight up, that's exactly how it is. I wouldn't never tell them. It's my like brother, they they told me some some fucked up stories. But okay. they're like, that's yo, what I just so said. Like if I'm in front of the camera, if, if Jarrell being accused yeah. of something I'm and they lie. come ask me about it, hey I'm man, my, my brother ain't do that shit, man. I'm I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But the only about. difference is we would still get in trouble regardless of what we right. did. All we want is equal justice. We if do. a cop did something, look, stand stand next to your brother and yeah. support him. But once he or she goes down, like just like Once they do something wrong, it's like, all right, man, well. It's justifiable. It's a difference between Fresco having my back and he can't protect me. You're right. But he just got my back. That's right. cool. They actually are protecting People yeah. that are killing cops that are killing innocent people, and that's how I look at it. But we could take Shaq out because he swore on the oath. Runaway slave I get patrol. That. No, I'm, I'm taking Shaq out because I know firsthand that Shaq is actually still involved in the hood. He does a lot for the hood, anywhere. At least he don't have so overly expensive. At the end of the, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, like Shaq has always been at the forefront of it. So him being a cop, okay, it takes a, a different element. But my thing is this: Why is it anytime anything happens, we have resident black people who are 
given permission to speak on shit that they shouldn't speak on. Like Charles for example, Barkley? Charles Barkley, for, for one, <laughs> you're from Leeds, Alabama, right? It's a country. I don't know what you went through growing up. I, I know he was poor, but Charles Barkley ended up going to Auburn University and then get drafted by Philly in 84. So you were born in 1963. So at 21 years old, you were taken out of your despair, right? Right. Way Given earlier, millions. Way earlier than so, I was born. You've never ever, because Charles Barkley was one of the dudes that said, you know, I've, I've been pulled over by cops. I've never experienced that. Because you have a different lifestyle than the rest of us. Right. You feel what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, why is it that Charles Barkley is given the platform? He's the resident black, the pro on black issues when it comes to the sports because world. Because the, That's white, my problem. the white person Because they don't the want nobody who's real and to Charles come out Barclay and speak on that tell them, Charles Barkley is going to tell hear. you what you want to hear. Tell them what they want to hear. So but, they say, we're going to go to Charles Barkley for every yeah. black situation yeah. and he's going to give you the real because like he's black. I feel yeah. like they're a designated uh, black uh, spokesman. Yeah, and, it's hypocritical. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, don't, they don't represent what, nothing whatever that Whatever field it is, there's one go go-to to. guy that you go to for a black guy exactly. and he supposedly speaks for all black people. Exactly. And it's like, man, we don't know what the fuck he's talking about. They don't want us on TV speaking. So speaking y'all think, shit. well, do y'all think that Charles Barkley, Michael Jordan and these other athletes, these black, black celebrities, uh-huh, when you become famous at such a young age and the police are taking care of you, they're they're protecting you. They're you're friends with white enough white people and you got white people giving you business tips and helping you with your business uh-huh. and then something happens in the streets where you gotta stand up for your black culture. Are you afraid to do so because you've made so many friends and so many business um, um ventures with all types of ethnicities? Of the world. I mean, right is right, wrong is wrong. This is exactly what I was about to say, is that it comes to a point where people just want to justify what's right and what's wrong. Because I can go to, can go to the hood and kick it with some yeah. people who are doing, un, un, you know what I'm saying, um, not so good things. And if I get involved with what they're doing, if I go and get my excuse, oh, man, I just ain't know no better. I'm sorry. But isn't that what, like, Jordan said when he wrote that letter about he can't stand no more? It's like, I know good cops. And I know, you know, because he said it like I, I know good people. So when you guys say all lives, uh, Black Lives Matter and cops, it is like it doesn't register with him because he's been around so many thirty-two good cops. years. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Thirty-two years though, he waited to say something. Right. And I know you saw the story about Craig Hodges, right? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So when Craig Hodges called out Jordan as a teammate of his, and didn't even necessarily call him out, he just said, you know what, we have a lot of kids in these inner cities who are dying over his sneakers over the price of his sneakers, and he's collecting that bag, not giving a fuck. Okay, oh, a whole bunch of niggas died today. I'm, st- I st- I'm still going to the bank collecting, collecting this bag. Mm. That's the issue at hand. You know what I'm saying? And then Craig Hodges goes to the White House, gives President Bush you know, the letter talking about the issues that the black community is facing, whatever, whatever. He's, he's never seen again. Never seen again. He's talking about a good, uh, not not a not a regular throw-in player, he, he but actually a, a solid shooter. He won shooter. a three-point contest three, three times in a row. In a row. So he was a specialist, you know, a guy that was needed by teams. And just like Phil me, Jackson said, they tried to um, they asked Phil Jackson why he thought nobody would pick him up, and they tried to put a knock on him. Yep. Talking about his defense, and Phil Jackson said, "Well, not a lot of guys in this league can play defense, exactly. but also not a lot of guys can shoot the way he can shoot." The exactly. Basketball. But you know, when you go like Jordan's waited thirty two years to say something, so for me, kind of okay, it's a great deed that he did to channel his his money into both sides of it. But it's kind of like, yo, are you? What are you doing this for? Are you doing this because LeBron and Chris Paul and D Wade <laughs> and Melo took shine away from what you should have been doing as a face of 
a, a big brand. You know what I'm saying? Because I for, his, yeah, I think his PR team got with him when they lost the yeah. All Star game in Charlotte. Like yeah. he had to come out and <laughs> he, had to, he had to do something. He had to come out he had and to say do something. And do something. Hey do man, something. you gotta get the you gotta get the opinion back in our favor yeah. somehow, man. You, you gotta, gotta do something. something. Yeah. You just and lost I mean, the All Star game in Charlotte, dog. We know that Jordan Jordan's done great things for raising that head ass out there and getting that money back. He's done great things for the community. I mean, he hires a lot of black people for the Hornets in the front office and stuff like that. Those um. But um, that, camps that he has yeah, with kids. People are know? not going to see that, though. Right. Okay, but that's my thing with Shaq. I don't know nothing about what you said, but, okay, he is doing something, but everything he's doing is behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. When you're on TV, and some, it's people time want you that, just... some people don't want the, the pressure. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because they have a lot more to lose. When you get that bag, like, you, your whole mindset is different. Some people will get money, a little Shout bit of money. Shout out to Colin Kaepernick once again yes. for not caring about yes. the bag and yes. standing up for your rights. That's, that's all it comes down to. I don't know to. if I could have did it, but damn it, I'm, I'm glad you know somebody I mean? did. That's all it comes down to. Yeah. Like, um, I keep a bag on me. You know, it's the same so. shit like what we're taught as kids. You know, you go to college, you get a job at a great you know, company, you work 40, 50 years, and then you uh, retire, right? Yeah, they tell see. you when you're kids, man. Stop They don't, they stop don't ever telling. tell us. They don't ever tell us to enterprise don't and build one, tell. one another. They don't right. ever tell us to save. You know what, Jarrell, let me, let's put our money together and enterprise. You're we can right. open up a grocery store in our hood. You're put right. our people on. We don't ever think that way. You know what I'm saying? They tell you, okay, go, you go, get, work, go get a job. Go work for the man. Do your job. You know, 30 years. You, you're an obedient soldier, pretty much. That's exactly what and it then is, then right? And a few years ago, they started messing up everybody's Social Security money. Jesus you feel me? Christ. So it's just like, yeah, you had, you had people retiring. It had nothing. It had nothing. So, but th- that's exactly what it comes down to. Like, but anytime, why I gotta work? Why I gotta work forty years to get a full pension, though? Why can't I just work like fifteen years? Let me ask you this though: like, Why can't I be y'all. like forty-five or retire? That's true. If if y'all didn't have the foresight to start this podcast, right? Right. And just go do it. And y'all asked ten of your homies or some family members, okay, you know what? We we have an idea to start this podcast. We need your support, financial, whatever it may be. You think you would have gotten the support of it? If I, Honestly speaking, if you guys just asked other people to, to help you guys build this, instead of just, you know what, we're going to give it a go and just do it on our own and see what happens. If y'all would have had everything detailed out, right, yeah. planned out, and been like, you know what, mom, dad, whoever, we had this idea. I would have known think? I would have known who to ask specifically. Okay, so you would have known who I w- to ask. I wouldn't have went to just okay. anybody who okay. just because of our family. I would have okay. went to somebody who actually felt though, as though can help me because when you're trying to invest in something, you're not going to just ask okay. anybody. True. You know what I'm saying? You want to you want to pair up with somebody you know will have a good chance of helping you get. You know what I'm saying? But you just said you would have known who to instead of I would have known who to ask. Instead of, instead of the answer act. being if if y'all my boys right and I have the resources and y'all come to me, I don't give a fuck if it's a good idea or a bad idea. I'm gonna support y'all just cause I want to see y'all doing something great. Right. You if, feel it's, what I'm if it's a bad not idea, a lot of us. If it's a bad, if it's some dumb shit. If it's a bad idea, I'm gonna be like, hey man, if that's what you want to do, go ahead. Well, I'm gonna but still support you. Yeah, I don't want nothing to do not with it. Not too many of us have that kind of mindset to be like, you know what? That's my man. I want to see him succeed. It is what it is. You, you know, know what I think saying? though? Hmm. I think we're all trying to figure out what we want to do. Okay. So if I'm sitting here helping him, I'm not helping myself. I think like but for you're me, looking outside of yourself though. Yeah. Okay. Like well, for me, like. Because I try to promote this, and I hit up friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, listen, I need you to do me this favor with this podcast. Mm-hmm. They won't do it. That's exactly my point. They won't do it. Like, exactly It can point. be the simplest thing. Listen, mm-hmm. I need you to subscribe to my podcast on iTunes. Yeah. Check it out and leave me a review. As a friend, I thought people would say, man, I'm going to do it. Without, without had, hesitation, right? I've had one person tell me, can you stop sending me links? Oh, word. Really? Got you. But, but that hurts the most. But that's exactly my point. Right. And that, that we, we don't have the kind of mindset to be like, you know what? Oh, first going to do that. Yeah. Me up. I'm with mm-hmm. it, bro. I'm there. 
Jer- yeah. Oh, you got you know you want to do this? I'm with it. That's what no I'm saying. Asked. That's what I'm saying. Like I would go to who I know. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like because if one person shares it and then another person is going to share it, they can know twelve people. If one person retweets it out of the twelve, whatever, I'm good. Okay. Right, right. I hit a mark. That's exactly you know how a flip works. That. Like if you listen, thirty people share my link. I'm not expecting. Thirty, get dirty, right? Mm-hmm. Thirty, ten is probably new, a reasonable new customers. Yeah. But if you like, if I say thirty, if five people click on the link, it's that's a win. A win. It's a win. That's like a win. I'm not asking you. I'm not like. Hey, at the same time, I just think everybody's trying to figure out what they want to be. And also, man, you, you got to attribute to uh, just short attention span, right? Because they can have every intention of doing it, but as you scrolling through that phone, or you get that new, you scrolling on Instagram, but you, you get that alert on Facebook, somebody comment on your joint, you jump to the Facebook, and now you're having a whole other conversation on mm-hmm. there. Definitely. And you forget what you was Definitely. doing before. You put your phone in your pocket, and you be gone. But a lot of us just don't have like the foresight to do shit that's positive and that's building. You know what I'm saying? We'll retweet a whole bunch of dumb shit on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. We'll gravitate to some stupid-ass shit before you see your man's doing something and you're going to actually show him some love. And that's why I feel like a lot of black folks are very behind in, in a lot of those ways. We don't support one another. And a lot of, to me, what black folks do, what people do, is you're real loyal to the five people that you call, like, your best friends. Mm-hmm. So maybe... I don't fit into that category of somebody's best friend. Mm -hmm. But I know that certain people that I hit up to do me that one favor, if I was somebody else, they would have done it. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, what list, like what priority are you on their list? Like, like if you're just a cool person that you hang out with socially and we get, we have fun, they're not going to do the simple thing as if you got an iPhone, all you have to do is push the, I'm going to send you the link. Mm -hmm. You don't even got to look for me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to send you the link. Click on the link. Hit subscribe. You are done. I don't want. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to bother you again. It takes six and a half seconds. No, you're right. But <laughs> but you just six said some real half. shit, right? Me and Fresco knew each other from school. Right. We're not best of friends, but I consider him a brother because he's a real dude. Okay. Likewise with yourself. Appreciate we don't know that. each other, but you know what? Anytime y'all have something up, what's the first thing I'm gonna do? No questions asked. Yeah. Retweet. I'm gonna share, share it. Right? it. Yeah. True I'm at you one time, but I'm going sh- to share homie. anything, right? Right. Shout out so, to the homie. like you said, you have people that are your best friends that won't even do it. That's a fact. You thought they was your best you know friends. I mean? And that, and listen. I some real lie. shit. It gets to me. Yeah. It gets to me like, yo, word, like, you can't do this for it's me. some real shit. And gotcha. from, for me, some real shit right now, like, my mom is sick. You know, I didn't really want to speak on it. But, you know, my mom's breast cancer came back, whatever. Mm, right. And I've had some people, like, she's fighting. Obviously, she's going to fight. She's going to make it through, I hope. But I've had some people that I consider, <laughs> like, family. You feel what I'm saying? Who, like, I'm not saying I'm reaching out for people to check on me. I don't give a fuck. It is what it is. I put it out there to let people know if you but got love for you me. But you would think that I would they think would. That, you know what? Because for me, it's like, if I hear that somebody, you know, somebody that you're, you're close to, your mother or whoever it may be, is going through something, the first thing I'm going to do is be like, you know what? Oh, how's your mom doing? Even if we're not even, like, cool like that. If right. I know it, just the just human in me is going to be like, you know what? Are you okay? How's your family Yeah, doing? I know exactly what you mean. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. But then when you start falling back and acting different and not saying shit, because I don't say much. I just observe and I fall back. It is what it is. You want to know what's crazy about that? Hmm. I was thinking about something similar like that. And <laughs> what? I ain't say it right. Similar like that. <laughs> Sim- I was thinking of something just like that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Don't change it up. Don't change it up. Dad, that's I better. was thinking of something just like that, right? Uh-huh. And what I came to the conclusion is, was, I can't expect everybody to treat me how I treat them. That's facts. And... I was cool with that because I was really uh, like it kind of it was like it was getting on my nerves. Because let me tell you something. It's pressure with this podcast. And maybe I do it to myself. But I have 
a time period as to what I want to do in a certain time. Like I like I work for this, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's like yeah. this is the funnest part. But on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and I'm doing my promotion hard. Like I just want to see some acknowledgement. Of back. course, of you know course. what I'm saying? It's like I'm not doing all of these posts. I'm not doing all of these retweets. Yeah. I'm not. Basically, I'm you're not working. asking nobody for nothing. Like and it's free. It's, it's free. This ain't ninety nine cents. Listen, check it out, folks. You know what I'm saying? So to me, it got to a point where I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm getting frustrated. I'm not getting the results. That's, that I- that's exactly where it's going to hit at because obviously with you know the basketball society, yeah. we started it. And it's to the point where now like I'll, I'll go hoop with somebody and people ask me, oh, what do you do? You know, you got a blog, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, the basketball society. Oh, my God, I've heard of that. I didn't even know that was you. So people don't even do their research sometimes. Yeah. But let me ask those same people like, oh, so can you support blah, blah, this and that? They won't do it. Mm. So now that it's in people's eyes all the time we have a whole bunch of millions of views on vine twitter instagram whatever like now that people see it building they want to come be a part of it right but when we were starting it y'all didn't, you know what i mean right like, oh, yeah, I, I guess you. people look yeah. at it from a perspective it's like it's like with anything man anything that gets popular people just start to gravitate to it because they want to know why everybody else fucking yeah. with it you know what i'm saying but more it's, so us than than others because we don't have enough resources you feel what I'm saying? And we could build those resources, but we won't ever think of doing so. Mm. So now that y'all building up, like you're getting credibility on iTunes, you're getting credibility on SoundCloud. You'll see five months from now when your shit is popping. Because right. you know what? Hey, oh, that's that's what y'all was talking about. Yo, when can I come on and get on the show? It's crazy because hear a lot of that. people will tell you the first year is always the hardest. Yeah. People want to give up. first million is always the toughest, baby. People want to give up. On the first year, and I'm not saying that I'm near that because I'm not. But when I see like an obstacle come my way, I actually smile. I said, "This is what the people that made it told me about. It's coming. Like yeah. it has to be bad. Something things has to things have to go wrong in order for them to be go right. right. Yeah, it's, you gotta you gotta endure a certain amount of shit before you hit that breakthrough. Like, Your resolve gotta that. be crazy. I love yeah. it. Your resolve gotta be crazy. I get to the point now where it's like you pretty much can anticipate some shit about to happen. Not the details of it, but like I said, it's like you go through a certain like everything can be good one day, and then you just know something's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah, so that's you facts. just want to be happy as that's you can facts. today. And I don't know what the hell is going to happen that's tomorrow. Facts. I got to feel some bullshit about to happen. Up oh, there it goes. I, all just, right, well. I just feel like yo, like you and I probably you know, all three of us are very alike in this, in this regard. Is that you just want to see the next man win, right? I you know what I'm saying? I just want yeah, to see the next like man win. I don't need down. nothing from this. If you know what I mean, like I'm I'm blessed to be here and for y'all to like. Have me on this show. I I truly appreciate that. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Because we all like to talk. We are very opinionated, and I feel like we have great opinions on on a lot of different topics. We may not agree on everything to a T, but we're well spoken. So I just want to see y'all win. I but appreciate the next that, man, man might not feel that same way. You know what I'm saying? Hey yo, you know I was just thinking about something. Right last week we was talking about when when Keisha was up here. She was talking about the uh, the own TV shows on uh, the Oprah and shit Oprah like that. Yeah. I ended up watching one of them. And I figured why it was good. It was a good show. It was about the people, the the backstory shit that goes on in the churches in Memphis, like the mega churches. Mm. Okay. All right. So basically, I ain't watched it from the very beginning, but the ch- that show got the same thing any other show got that we supposed to be like quote unquote not watching. It's the same thing as Power. It's, it's treachery. It's and it's drama. You want to know what people would do in these situations. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a life outside of yours, and you can't fathom being in this situation. So you're looking to watch and see how they're going to get out of this situation or how uh, how more twisted is this story going to get. 
That's what it is. Cause I watched the, I watched the new episode of Power this morning, and it hit me. I was like, damn, yo, this shit crazy, man. I can't imagine what the hell I would do if I was one of these motherfuckers. But it was the same thing when I was watching the TV show with the preachers. I'm like, damn, I ain't no preacher supposed to be doing that. What the hell would I okay. be doing if I was that preacher? This preacher killed this what? And he preaching the next morning? Man, per- what the hell? Man, perception, perception is reality, thing. yo. You know what I'm saying? So perception is reality, and that's that's unfortunate. You know what I'm saying? Because people are gonna perceive something and just take it as fact right off bat. Well, that's the that's the, like, definitely the wrong perspective. Look, look at um, I, I always say this to my mom sometimes too. Like, Mike Tyson's my favorite boxer of all time. Him and Floyd. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> look at like how when Mike Tyson. The rape charge, right? Because he swears to this day that he didn't do it. I believe that he didn't do it, right? Right. But he said that, you know what? He belonged in that jail for the 40 crimes that he committed outside of that. Ooh, and that's some real shit. Damn. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. He said the shit that I was doing growing up, I belonged where I was at. We talked on that earlier. Like, like you're not going to go to jail. Well, yeah. he went to... But, I guess that's confusing. Calm. But, but, but look at how most people, when, he, when it happened, automatically took it as he did that. Right. 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 So now look at somebody else on the other side of things that we perceive to be this great person, and we wanted to ne- to deny that he was doing this shit until it just got to a point where it was outrageous. Bill Cosby. Mm. Growing up, everybody respected Doctor Bill, right? Right. You know the black the black dad that we. I all think want. my black card might get pulled for this, but I never watched the Cosby Show growing up. Well, that's real. I didn't start watching the Cosby Show until I was like a, an adult. You watched it. You just don't remember. Cause I would remember, cause I'm pretty good with TV episodes. Like I've never sat down and like yeah, just but it was, watched the Cosby's. Wasn't it on like in the 90s or the 80s? On the 80s, 80s. it was on in the 80s, 80s going like, into you, the 90s. You born in 86, so if something came on like 88, 89, you it's, it's not you're not gonna remember it. I remember watching it, but I didn't know what I was watching. Mm-hmm. It was on the TV. Put it like that. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. it was yeah, just the station it was on. on. But I didn't know it was yeah. doctor and the mom was mm, lawyer. Success, a, a lawyer mm-hmm. and. This was that. I know we didn't know nothing but the fact that it was just a show. Didn't even know it was a black show. That's how young we were. So we didn't yeah. really get the the fruits and vegetables of what the Cosby show was really about. I watched right, it religiously right. growing up. That's, that's just because my parents came from a different country, too. And I was like, you know, my parents loved Bill Cosby. I used to watch Family Matters? Yeah. Yeah, watch Family yeah. Matters. Oh, I, was just I watched sure. all the black uh, sitcoms. Martin, yo, Wayne's. You know. I used to hate at the end when Carl and that music would come on. And it was saxophone. like, yeah, it was like, oh, it's time to turn this oh, off. Yeah, it turned I off. just hated that part, man. And I then hate... they do the zoom out from the house all the way <laughs> up yeah, to the sky. Oh, the whole Chicago skyline. But just, you know, perception is reality. People victimize or people, you know, vilified Tyson and stuck up for, for Cosby. And you look at, like, what's real and what's not. Well, it's just, what I think it would have been different, like, if this was, like, in the social media era. Like, I agree. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's, it's different in that. Aspect, but let me ask y'all a question because I just heard about this. Mike Tyson allegedly supports Trump. Walked no, he he took an ice cream sandwich or something from a ice cream stand. Did you hear about that? Nah. He just took it like Hancock it. did in the movie. Yeah, he just <laughs> takes it and walks off with it. Now the guy who owns the little stand said, "Well, what is he supposed to do? Fight Mike Tyson?" So my question to you guys is, <laughs> well, if y'all had a stand. And Mike Tyson just walked up, made his own sandwich, yeah. and stepped off. You got to take you gonna that do? You got to take that <laughs> Have a no good day, Mr. Tyson. Have a good day, Mr. Tyson. You want to drink Tyson? They over here. <laughs> you got to charge it to the game. Yeah. Nah, okay. I'm calling the cops. Because now, because his that. stand's going to be popping now that Tyson was over there. Yeah. You got to look at it like, I would have used this pro- as promo. Nah, man. He, would, he was probably somewhere where it was already, like, he's probably yeah. like, he fits in. If this was in Vegas, Tyson is in Norman Vegas, so... 
No, that's true. That's Tyson got to see me. Fuck that. Okay. You're not nah. taking my sandwich, Tyson. Nah. Okay. You're not All taking right. my sandwich, homie. I love right. I'm Nah, bro. And this is my sandwich and it's my business. You disrespecting right, me, my P. food Fresco. and my pockets. Yeah. Let's go, Tyson. All you right, want P. some Fresco. of this too? <laughs> no. <laughs> Tyson, we got to go. You're well, not taking my your sandwich. Ass bro. Up. Fresco, nobody's got to come here Nobody's. I love sandwiches, dog. Nobody's taking my fucking sandwich. I didn't say he took your sandwich. You own a deli. Listen, this is what I'm saying. He hit me double then. He took he took he took money out. He took food out my stomach and he, he took money out my pocket. You gotta, gotta take go. that L. It's not go. that deep. It, yes, it is that Tyson, deep. Yo, Tyson was beating people up in the street for real as a pro boxer. Yo. Right, man, look, that. Listen, listen. That man, we got to go, Tyson. Hey, man. I'm gonna shoot him now. I'm gonna shoot him over a sandwich. So now you're gonna do time over a sandwich. Listen, it's not my. <laughs> it's self defense. Get knocked out and then go do the time. Like, it's, it's, it's a lose lose, man. I'm gonna shoot him first. Take that out. I'm gonna shoot man. him first. As he taking it, I'm gonna You know what? I'm gonna shoot him in the hand, and, the, and I'm gonna shoot him in the hand that he made the sandwich in. Just like Beanie Single shot E in the hand because he told Beans he ain't want to roll up and stay property. Beanie shot him in the hand. Nah, <laughs> you gonna take my sandwich? You gonna take my sandwich? I'm gonna shoot you in the hand that you that you, that you made the sandwich with. Man. And it ain't tempted murder either because it's not from the torso up. So I'm hey, good. Yo. I'm cool off that. I'll take that L. Anyway, man, what else y'all got on y'all chest today, man? I just wanted to. Come back to the point of people talking about, you know, the freedoms that our military fights for. And Fresco, I know we had a conversation about this, is that when you look at the history of the United States, the United States has been a country since July 4th, 1776. Mm. 260 years, I believe, if I'm doing my math correctly. You're right right now. Some shit like until that. We figure, until we Google it later. Some shit like that. As of now, you are correct. Or for, Somebody in the comments 40, will tell you 240 later, years, like, nah, nigga, it wasn't 1776. <laughs> 240 years, if I'm doing my math Yeah, correctly. somebody's going to beat that. Somebody so in the comments will be like, man, that nigga don't know what the fuck you talking about. <laughs> Something like that, I don't know. But anyway, back to my point. America's been attacked Pearl Harbor, right? Mm-hmm. 9-11. Um, the attempted Twin Towers bombing in 93 before that. Right. Uh, the Pentagon, obviously, the whole 9-11, all three that were hit. What else? Am I missing something? No. So less than less than five times. I mean, we've had little, um, like, you know, wrote, like, suicide bombers and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, but nothing. Yeah. Okay, so <clears throat> the big the big word nowadays is terrorism, right? right? ISIS, obviously, Boko Haram and all that. They're real agents. We know that. But we don't ever look at things from another perspective. And that's the arrogance of American society. Okay. So me being somebody who grew up here, born and raised here, I'm American, but... I've had a different cultural background. I kind of see things from all angles because okay. I'm from a country that has been raped of its resources by this country and by all the superpowers in Europe, right? So anytime you see an outsider who wants to step into that forefront, they're automatically deemed as terroristic or whatever it may be, and they're shot down and destroyed, right? Right. So people are so arrogant talking about, oh, Kaepernick has these freedoms because people are out here fight fighting for our rights. But we're oppressing the rest of the world. There's a reason why people like ISIS establish themselves. Because when these people in the Middle East, different countries, have been bombed forever. Raided. Whole villages raided, decimated. And then it gets shown back in American media as, oh, you know, we killed a terrorist. But then you don't realize that to kill that one terrorist, you're killing 10 15,000 people. And the same argument can be made dude. on the flip side about police brutality exactly. to black kids. It's exactly. The same it's the same ordeal. shit. 
It's the same. When we turn on the news on, it's a war on the streets. And then when we turn the news on, they make it seem as though the black guy was the worst person walking. Exactly my point. So Mm. when you destroy somebody's image, it makes it easier for you to pass along your agendas because people are so desensitized to what that image is, right? Right. Like we said earlier, the black man, the image has been destroyed. So when it's a whole bunch of niggas dying, ain't ain't no big thing. Good rich. It's happening in you know in their communities, right? Right. I know Fresco. I told you like. Back in, obviously, the turn of the last century, right, the 20th century, uh-huh. black families were migrating from the country down south to the big cities, right? Right. So, at first, it was cool because, you know, jobs were being generated, you know, the, the cities were building up. But then what ends up happening? A lot of white people started moving where? To the suburbs, right? right. Suburbs were established to kind of give whites an outlet for better living. What, what was established for black um, people? Housing projects. Projects, projects. Yes. Right? Which, at first, started off as great equal housing right you're all centralized in one location but they didn't tell you that they're gonna promote and propagate violence in those communities right right they're gonna rape you of your resources in those communities mm. so now you're just throwing a whole bunch of niggas together grouping them together it's a public jail no exactly what no it is. food no jobs and we are so ignorant and, and retarded then they pay these you, days and then, and then they put you on welfare to be hype and happy as hell to be from the projects right right that was like hell a stamp no that was a stamp on you. Never wanted onion. to be from the projects. But you're, Ever. you're one in a few. But they are. There's a lot of us out here. Projects. I'm from the projects, son. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fuck you talking to. I'm from the projects. Like we we talk about that shit like it's 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 cool. So right. at the end of the day, there's no different than what's happening overseas in Africa, the Middle East, and Asia. Like anytime you're an outsider and you want to establish yourself, you get shot down, right? Right. I always believe this. Malcolm X is my favorite historical figure. Uh, if I could spend one day with somebody historically, it would be Malcolm X. That's a good question. Who would you hang out with, Jarrell? Well, I haven't never thought about it, but Malcolm X would be the one because I just love what he stood for. You he got to be black. He could be anybody. The Dalai Lama's another dude. I can't. If I wanted, like, well, if I wanted to have a good time, laugh, or with any kind of nah. If you wanted to soak up knowledge or have a good time and laugh with any any political let's say this, let's say this three, three people you would want to meet. Three people? Yeah, you'd want to like spend it if you could spend a day with three people. Muhammad Ali. Okay. Malcolm X. Okay. And Bob Marley. Mm, dope. I kick with all three of them. Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X, and I don't know who the third person is. And I choose them two only because just from what I've read and just from what I've heard, I just know that they talk that talk that I think that would register with me and give me the information that I would need and wouldn't try okay. to. Talk to me like I'm I still. I meet. I meet Kareem, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar too. Dope, dope. I meet Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Malcolm X, Paul Robeson, and Mansa Musa. Okay. Why those three? Paul Robeson, by far, is one of the most influential black people ever. From Princeton, New Jersey, mm. went to Rutgers. Was an All-American football player, and was deemed a communist because he stood for oppressive he stood against oppressive regimes. Damn, communist so, though. That's a big He wasn't even but he he used to visit the Soviet Union because you know obviously if you weren't pro-American you were pro-Soviet at that time. That's what they told you. Okay. okay. Paul Robeson right. was the forefront leader for any black issues in the in the 20th century. And they tore him down. And you know who they try to use to tear him down even more? Who? Jackie Robinson. And how were they going to do that? Because Jackie Robinson was a great sympathizer at that time. Mm. So Jackie Robinson came out to say that, oh, the black community doesn't support what Paul is talking about. So Paul was blacklisted for eight years. He couldn't work, couldn't do nothing in this country. Damn, people really get this shit talking about, You're talking about the dude who was an orator, right? So he was a great speaker. 
an established singer. I'm talking about like opera, all all different types of singer. He was like a deep, great dude, an athlete, an actor. He did everything. But they tried to tear him down because he started speaking out on shit that this country was doing to people who were disenfranchised. Mm. Kind of like what's going on now. Exactly. Kind of like what's going on and now. And you're talking about somebody who's from and Jersey. Goes on. And we're never taught about him growing up. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Right. So for me, like history is my favorite subject. I was always like enamored by just learning about history and stuff. Mm-hmm. So my parents went to Rutgers and there was the Paul Robeson Center at Rutgers on Bush campus. And I always used to see that name. And then I did my research and realized, oh, he was a black he football player at Rutgers, like the first black All-American in the country. Like he was just that dude. And the more like you read into his story and see how it was. This dude was legit. Mansa Musa, obviously we know, you know, was a, they say is the richest person of all time. He was a king in Mali okay. back in like the 1500s. He's the king of Mali. He was, a, he was a king. And he, he, um, <laughs> he took his trip to Mecca, his pilgrimage, and it was like 400 people with him. He brought nothing but gold. And they said he went to the Middle East and like destroyed their economy because he brought so much gold there that they didn't know what to do with it. Mm. And if you're that rich, you're fucking up the world. Yeah. That he controlled like 80% of the gold in the world at that's, that time. That's crazy. In the 1500s. Gems, if you didn't know. How many of y'all knew that? So, you know, Paul Robeson, hey, leave, Manson Moose, Malcolm X. in the Malcolm comments, X. too, on SoundCloud, wherever you listen. Leave your top three historians that you would kick it with if you had the chance to. But now I ask y'all this. Why was Malcolm killed? Why was Malcolm killed? From what, from what y'all have gathered. From, <clears throat> excuse me. I got a bad cough. <clears throat> Ew. <clears throat> Easy E. Told <clears throat> <clears throat> Oh, man. Damn. Ah. Daniel? It's been like that all week, man. I was I pulled, doing good for like an hour I pulled, and a half. Matter of fact, I, I, took my show, I took my girl out to dinner uh, on Friday for her birthday. I pulled up at the gas station. I pulled up next to this guy. I get out like, what's good? What you about to do? Here he go. <laughs> I was like, ew, man. What the fuck is wrong with you? What's your... I got a bad now, call for a week. Whatever what he told Disgusting. About. Oh, so now he don't know. This is just the other day. I don't recall. This Back nigga, to your man. question. What did you say? <laughs> I said, why was Malcolm killed from what you've gathered? This is from just from what I heard, and I can't repeat it word for word, but um, I think he went he he went to the Mecca, right? Went to the Mecca, mm-hmm. right, and came mm-hmm. back with new information, mm-hmm. information that goes against what they believed in nation in, of Islam, the nation of Islam, and you know, once you become too powerful, you know, some people, some person, somebody, mm-hmm. you know, wanted him assassinated, and that's what happened. You know, he came back because, like, so for his whole time when he was a Muslim, he was uh uh representing, yeah, rep- yeah, right, pro black against you know, this is a story. And mm-hmm. the message that he was given. But when he went to the Mecca, he came back and realized that, you know, it's for all people. Mm-hmm. It's not just for black people. And So basically, he American said all Muslims lives matter. Like, well, yeah. Malcolm X said all lives matter. In black America, black Muslims didn't like that. <clears throat> that's, what, that's what the story says. That's what the story says. That's that's not. The and I real. always and I always try my best to go look for something else because you ever read something like mm-hmm. it got to be more to it. This is this is what from what I've gathered. Okay, and you might be right, I may be wrong, but from what I've gathered, Malcolm was killed because he started speaking out on the overall plight of black people across the globe. Okay, so that same year that he went to Mecca, he also went to Africa and met what because during the sixties, that's when a lot of African countries were gaining independence. So, for example, my country gained independence on January 1st, 1960. Mm-hmm. So, Malcolm made the pilgrimage to Mecca in 1964. So, he met with a lot of heads of state in Africa and tried to devise a plan to unite resources and all that. 
to establish Africa overall, the continent and people of African descent, whether in the Caribbean, in the States, as a, a, a financial power. Okay. You feel what I'm saying? So he also wanted to bring our issues to the United Nations and file charges against America and other oppressive regimes for what they were systematically doing to the black people. For example, the same way that when, um, when the Jews came out of the Holocaust, you know, their struggle was presented before the United Nations, and that's how Israel was established as a country. Okay. Right? It was established as a place for all Jews, regardless of where you're from, whether you're in Russia, France, you have a homeland, right? So they established Israel in 1948, I believe. So Malcolm was bringing charges against America to the world global forefront. So when that started happening, it was cool enough for the Nation of Islam to be cleaning up the ghettos and to be, you know, talking their their white hate, whatever, whatever, because it was per- it was adding on to the the tell of the times. You know what I'm saying? Right. But then when Malcolm started branching out and uniting with other African leaders, it's not by coincidence that the same leaders who shared the same visions that Malcolm had were also killed in that same decade. You're talking about Patrice Lumumba in Congo, who was probably one of the most influential people who would be my fourth person I would want to spend a day with. Gems. Right? Mm-hmm. You're talking about Kwame Nkrumah, who's the first president of Ghana, who gained independence in 57, who was very adamant about the Organization for Afro for African Unity, How OAU. I don't know none of this shit, man? Because I you're not taught it. Kind of way. Because you're not taught it. I'm saying all quiet and you're shit. Not I'm, taught trying it figure because, out, like, I'm trying to search my memory bank to see not, if I came across this we're not, information We're not somewhere. taught it because it comes back to the same points that we've been making all along, is that at the end of the day, I'm oppressed, they never want us to see that we've been great. I'm yeah. oppressed, They'll show me. us all the negative shit. Right, they it's preach sa- slavery here. all day, yo. We know y'all was that we brought y'all out of out of the jungles and civilized y'all. You know what I'm saying? And then gave y'all this. Hey, man, and gave I've seen y'all videos that. of those jungles, man. That was the most beautiful jungles I've ever seen. You. I want to see. I mean, that. but I exactly my point. I don't even fuck with the jungle. So bro. you're already like, what's the what's the coldest insult you could tell somebody growing up as a kid? You African booty Afri- scratcher. African booty scratcher, right? African booty I got scratcher. a lot of fights over that. You feel what I'm saying? But they'll never <laughs> they show you the beauty. Yeah, a lot. I used to fight all the time. Fucked up, y'all. You know what I'm saying? He went to elementary school, but it just comes back to that point: is that we're not taught this shit. If we're taught it, then of course you're gonna be like, you know what? I'm proud to be of this descent. Malcolm had to go there and see it first and foremost. How we're all the same. You know what I mean? Like people talk about obviously the you know slavery being abolished in 1865, quote unquote. In Africa, we didn't gain independence until the 60s. So the same shit that was happening here, Jim Crow and all that, was happening back home until the 60s. You're talking about South Africa had apartheid until 1990. 94 was when Nelson Mandela became the president. Yeah, I was just just thinking about that. Think about that shit. they They had systematic oppression towards black people up until 1990 in South Africa. And we're not ever taught about that shit. Nelson Mandela is another person. That you can add to that list of, you know, wanting facts, to spend a day with. Facts, Nelson Mandela. You know what I'm saying? So when Malcolm started uniting and connecting the dots of how can black folks, you know, how can we thrive? How can we establish trade with other African countries? And the comments, leave what you think about that. You know man. that there's what no, the, like. The underlying plot to why you think you know Malcolm X was murdered. They destroyed, like they destroyed Gaddafi of Libya, who was the one president in Africa who was trying to unite the rest of the continent. He was bringing electricity to, to places that didn't have it. Providing oil. Is Akon you know I mean? on their hit Damn, list Damn, I was about to say the same thing. Damn, He's don't do already. the Akon. Is it, huh? He, oh, is Akon on that list? Is Akon on the hit <laughs> list now? I was about to say, what? What was uh, he, what? I mean, nah, because he's not, I mean, you know, he's do electricity and all that, but he's not, he's not I like. I thought you said he's dead already. Gaddafi, oh, no, no. Yeah, Gaddafi died because, you know what, Gaddafi was trying to establish himself as also a superpower in okay. Libya. He was, you know, one of the richest people on the planet. 
and Libya had that money. Libya was the most thriving economy in Africa. And he was trying to help and get on board with the rest of the African leaders. But all of them who were getting a check from some European agency or, you know, Israel, whoever, maybe they'd be maybe, maybe backing some of these leaders. They only think for themselves. They're not going to think, hey, OK, oh, shit, you know, let's man. do this, let's do that. It's safe. It was just my phone. Hey, sidebar real quick. Right. I was just thinking I was thinking about earlier when I saw the church ladies with the hats. I was thinking about that. Uh, the, the show that come on own network on Oprah Winfrey network. You've been watching the, a lot of own, haven't you? No, just no. that one show and oh. a couple of episodes. And right. it's like TV's already on that station okay. when I turn it on, so I don't even, like, turn to it. But So I'm, I'm thinking about all the backhanded shit that goes on in those churches, and it's like, yeah, what is church now? Is church once that sacred, holy ground that everybody, like, once thought it was? Or is it, like, diluted as hell to something else now? I always felt it was diluted. I stopped going to church probably 10 years ago, like, religiously. Because I feel like if you really have faith, you don't need any place to practice your faith. You know what I'm saying? You could be very spiritual and religious in your own home. I just feel like church just gives people, like, people feel like, oh, I went to church. I'm a good Christian. And and another thing, like, have you you ever caught the Holy Ghost before? Hell no. Never. I've seen it. I've always been confused by that. I've wanted to. I've seen it. (laughs) You wanted wanted to? to. I don't want that to happen to me. Because I want to know if it's real. Because it's like, you know, like. Because I'm sitting here listening to the same thing you listening to, but. I've seen people speak in tongues. There's one lady in my, you know, my dad's church that he went to in Seattle. Um, She used to catch the Holy Ghost at the same point of, (laughs) of, uh. Of the, of the service every Sunday. <laughs> she had a schedule. She had a schedule of Holy Ghost appointment. She started tripping. She had a meeting with the Holy Ghost at 12. <laughs> it's 12.30. It's 12.31. She started tripping. But um, my I'm thing not is trying to make fun of it. We, I, I just never I just never understood it. It always made me wonder, if my, am I just not that holy? Like, I, I mean, you know I feel like you can't. Am I missing something? You can't judge somebody else's religion or spirituality. Because then you're doing everything that goes against what Jesus, whoever you may believe in, preached. You know I always mean? thought something was wrong with me because I never got nah. the Holy Ghost when I went nah. to church. Nah, <laughs> I, like, but, I used to look around, like, I used to, like, look around, like, okay, all I, I could just nod. Like, I wouldn't even get up to clap. I would, like, do a little head nod in my seat. Like, I never felt, I would just soak it all in. But it never made me want to, like, scream, like, yes! Like, I never, I I never church, got none of those feelings. You know what I think church did? I think if you went to church on Sunday mm-hmm. and you left... You, you can't wait to get the hell out of church no, as a kid. No, well, as a kid, yeah. Mm-hmm. But when we you used went to, fall to church, asleep in church and you left, <laughs> you felt good about yourself. And it lasts about one or two days. Oh, and yeah. then you go to church again on Wednesday. Yeah. And then Friday and Sunday. So it's like you had to keep going in order to keep your positivity up. Because if you went on Sunday, by Thursday, you're doing something you got no business doing. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, so that's why people start. Man. Now, well, Sunday I can't say night. why, but you go to church on a Sunday and you go to church on the Tuesday, the Thursday. Bible study. Before, yeah. yeah, Bible study these days. And, and the men's so group, whatever. just going inside the church mm-hmm. allowed you to clean yourself. To me. That's, so they say. Yeah. So they say, and maybe you felt that way. Man, I'm leaving church. I ain't about to do nothing. I ain't about to watch or, or, or listen to no rap music right now. I just left church. This is just a thinking that some people might have. Mm-hmm. And you'll have that till Tuesday. Man, I need to go back to church. I'm slipping. You see what I'm saying? No, and then you right. go to church again on Tuesday. It's a good feeling. It's a social club. Friday night, you get it back. It's a social club. So it's kind of like. It's like the gym. I was just thinking the same thing. Like the Why? Because I don't like working out at home. Even it's though like I could. But I gotta go to the gym in order to get that makes sense. Uh-huh. In order to get the pump that indiv- I actually want. We don't we're not individuals. We don't have that type of individuality. You know what I'm saying? The gym obviously, you know, some gyms have 
equipment that you that you can only access there that you right. need. So that's by all means. But what does the church have that you can't have access to on your own, other than the preacher who preaches? That's good a question. Fact. That's put the bold all, all of us. All of us. One. All of us have access to a Bible or a Quran or whatever you know, a Torah. Okay, so you're you saying just pick up the Bible, read it. That yeah, should make you because, feel because when you go into church, right? You're listening, to, you're, listen, think, you're listening to the preachers, his right. interpretation of the word. You're getting it from a different perspective. So you think so because you're not, it's he's not your it own. this way, yeah. it's supposed, you're supposed to be that way. Exactly so my point. As opposed to if you, know you read saying? it at home, you'll read it with your own interpretation. Yeah, it's, it's all still interpretation. Here's something else, though. When you go to church, mm -hmm. isn't the preacher, man, doesn't it always feel like he's talking to you? Yeah, every time. So that's a that's an example I can use too, where you can it feels like it's hitting home when the preacher man, even though he's talking about it in his own way. Mm -hmm. Damn, I just feel like you're talking to me today, preacher. No, you're right. I think you're you, right. Like, you but know, then I, right. I look at it too. It's like they. It's not like he picks a specific situation. He the preacher pretty much uh, throws a wide net on a pretty general topic, mm -hmm. and it can pretty much be filtered to affect you at any point in your life. Yeah. It's the trickery. You, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, you're going to be able to agree in some fashion. Like, mm. yeah, I was in a situation like mm. that before, man. <laughs> mm. Yeah, he talking to me. Yeah, that, yeah mm. that's crazy. I was just going through some shit like that last night. Preach! <laughs> I got that's turned up to the church. I went to visit back to Seattle, like, uh, 2011 was the last time I was out there. Um, I went out there with my homies. Or to go link up my homies are still out there. We end up going to the club, and I see a deacon from my church in the club. What? Yeah. Was he, he? Was he? Was he? Was, he was out there with he it. Was, yeah, he was out there. He was I'm with, looking. I'm like, yo, yeah, that, honey. that ain't your wife. He's oh, like, oh man. Hey, oh, uh, he, he see me he trying to hit me with the oh, like, hey, hey, the hey brother. Hey, I was hey, coming here to do some research hey, for my hey, next brother. sermon. Did he like, have that towel tap in his face? Nah, he have it. He was one of the young fly deacons. Looking That's at me, he's funny. like, "Oh, oh, you know, know like, like he knew he ain't, he was supposed to be there." Yeah, I just you know always, thought, I was like, "Man, I just always thought church was like, I like coming up. I just was like, church was something you were supposed to do. Like you never really wanted to go, but you just man. end up being taken there." I tell you, we used to fall asleep. I remember one Sunday specifically. No, nah, I never felt bad. I was tired. <laughs> Look, that's what happens when you make people do things they don't want to do. You're going to get the most, the least amount of interest. I remember one time me and Jarrell was on, in the pew. What? Like a pillow. <laughs> All in a row like this. I swear. Nah. Man, this nigga don't never remember nothing. I, I remember. I don't, I don't make stuff up, dog. Anything I ever spit I'm, I'm was not, a fact. Didn't say you did. I just don't recollect that. Well, oh, yeah, I'll tell you what happened. I, you asked your moms. We used to be knocked down in church. But when I got older, I started... Actually paying attention to the to the word more, and then filtering it to whatever part of my life felt like that sermon was being directed to. But I never like wanted to like jump around or jump over the pews and catch the Holy Ghost and like I, run around the church screaming with my tie around my head and nothing like that. For, for me, it's more so like I've been at a, a religious crossroads. I'd say for for quite some time. Like um, you atheist. No, I'm not. No, I'm not atheist. I believe in a higher being. For Try sure. to get you out of here. For sure, I believe in a higher <laughs> being. I'm just, I'm just saying. I, you know, I grew up Christian. I was, you know, raised Protestant, Baptist, whatever. And um, I was always inspired by you know Islam and all that because I kind of felt like it just spoke more to me at that time. Right. But my biggest issue is that you look at Christianity, especially in this country and even in Europe too. It was the main clog that was used to justify what was being done to black people, like. They, when you look at the missionaries that went to Africa to civilize, you know, the barbarians, to civilize the savages, they always did it in the name of Jesus, right? And you look at the most oppressed places, those are the places where religion runs rampant. 
Yeah. And I kind of feel like that's not by coincidence. You feel what I'm saying? And when I was in Cameroon in 2011, I'm going there. I'm in Africa. And this messed me up. I'm in the Shout church. I'm in the church from my cousin's wedding. And it's nothing but black faces. And on the wall, I see a white Jesus. I'm like, even here, they perpetrate this nonsense? Because if you really want to do your historical research, we all know that Jesus was from the Middle East at a time where most of those people were probably bronze-skinned or, you know, a little li- couple lighter shades than we are. Right. Right? So why is it that the main image that is always shown of Jesus well, you know is they a tell white me, dude? White Jesus. They tell me don't worry about what eyes. he looks like. Like that's, I'm not buying that, that. That was always what was told to me. And it's, you get it ain't to the about point what he looked like. I'm it's about what he do that. for you. Right. Like, I'm not so buying you that. get to the point where you stop asking the question. Like, it's not about what he looks like. I got I to gotta ask the question because that's, that's also the main reason why. If you're looking for the answer, you got to ask the question. When we're young, Long hell. we look at whites as a superior race. Right? It's yep. easy to oppress somebody when you tell them, that, oh, you know, you want salvation, whatever, whatever, whatever. And everybody, every person that's in that scripture reflects the people that are oppressing you. you think so you automatically think they're better than you, You right? think the image used as Jesus is the guy who runs the Illuminati? It could be. I don't know. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, when you look at, like, oppressive states, right? We're in, we're in a state of oppression right now, black okay. people across yeah. the planet. So when you look at religion who we all you know our, our grandparents and aunties and uncles or whatever believe in it so much and everybody that's in the bible when you see their images they're all white and they feed you this this shit you're automatically gonna assume that oh white people being white is better that's why the light-skinned dark dark skin shit always happens right, right. if you have hate light- in your heart let it out it's better to be light-skinned right they're even during slavery the lighter shade slaves were treated better right mm. because if you have any ounce of of white blood in you it automatically makes you a better person than somebody who's just black as coal. It doesn't work that way this, these days. It doesn't, but it still kind of does. It's though. kind of like reverse because you got Colin Kaepernick, Kaepernick, mm-hmm. right? Who, yeah. Who's, who's a Kaepernick, perfect representation who's, of somebody who gets who's it? Black and white, he yeah. gets it, but they're not going to say, "Okay, this this is a half white, half mm-hmm. black man." They're saying, "Cap, you're a nigger." Okay, yeah. They're not going to say President Barack Obama, "You're half black, half white." They're going to say black. Barack Obama, "You're black." But in the eyes of in the eyes of whites, of course, any any a, a small percentage of black blood taints it, taints the white blood. Right. It's always been that way. Okay. But in terms of the black community, oh. we look at white. You know, anybody who has white blood in them as being superior. That's been that way since before you know slavery was over. Mm. So that's why. You always chase that light skin, you know what I'm saying? That light skin thing. Is that why? <laughs> it's just inherent. You know what I mean? That's why you wanted good hair. That's why most of the musicians in the 50s, uh, you know what I mean, fried and dyed their hair. Okay. Because when you looked a little whiter, right, you were more acceptable and you looked better. That was right? Michael Jackson's thing? I'm just saying. Hey, I'm man. Just saying. In, the words, in the words of one of my favorite entertainers of all time, man, it don't matter if you're black or white. <laughs> That's real. <laughs> For him, it, it does. Don't for him, it does, but it does. I just look, he was the best of both worlds. Listen, I can look white, but I'm black, and that's how he was able to succeed. You know what I'm saying though, like, that's real shit. Nah, he succeeded because he was the shit. You know what I mean? Like, I ain't even that dark. And bro. Michael Jackson had Marcus, we fight our, we, f- we, fight we our never know who the hell he was, basis. regardless if he dried and fried his skin. Your black ass, we fight our complexion on a regular basis, yeah, always. Yeah. You're right. There's a lot Shut of shit. Shut your black ass up. You know what I mean? We always fight our complexion, <laughs> always. So I just, for me, that's that religion is kind of I don't know. 
I believe, but it was like, damn, like it's I just, just can't get into the white Jesus. It's just hard mode. to bring this up because you make friends with people and you become good friends, but once you bring this up, mm-hmm. you know your friendship could be over. I'm so, gonna get fucked. Well, this time. some people do. Oh, it's yeah. like you Everybody can't bring does. that up to your parent or your parents or mm-hmm. family members who who Christianity might have go to my mom quote today. unquote saved their life. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mom, I'm I'm about to join the nation of Islam today. I'm gonna see what she say. But then. And it was crazy that the, when people think of Islam, they automatically think of the nation of Islam, which wasn't even a, it's not Islam. And you know if, what I'm it, yep. and you're going to be labeled as a terrorist. Yep. So even you know, though the nation of Islam probably did more for black people in the 20th century than any other group. When you look at the ghettos that they cleaned up. Yeah, I heard the they're country, coming out with a Black Wall Street movie, too. They have to. I heard that's 50, 50's out. doing it. Is that Fifty doing it? 50's doing it. 50's behind it. It's gonna nah, be a show actually. 50's nah, behind that's, it. That's the oh, um. I'm tripping. Black um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Black Wall Street. Black Wall Street. I'm tripping. Heard they doing a movie about that. I, I think that'd be good. Hey Fresco, you got to dig a hole. Fortunately, this week I do not have a dig a hole. Every day was a dig a hole. Actually, you know, every day, every this whole episode was a dig a hole. I ain't going dig. I ain't going. You know, what I'm saying give you the whole spiel like I normally do, but just dig a hole to everybody who on Colin Kaepernick nuts because he stood up for injustice, which is the reason the military goes to war and they fight the fights that they do so that people can express their rights in the fashion that Colin Kaepernick does. Everybody don't fall in line. Everybody don't have the same views or perspectives as you. Expect mm. a man as the individual he is and respect his right not to stand up during the national anthem mm. because I never stood up for the damn national anthem since I was in high school and they used to sing about the games and I only stood because I was playing. If I was playing, I probably wouldn't stand up either. Mm. So, real. dig a hole for your motherfucking sentence today. Yeah, man, that was episode 13, man. Um, did you like it? Did you love it? If you did, which I know you did, share it with your friends, man. Let's get this support going. We episode appreciate- 13, Podcast Brothers. Let's go. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Crackling fires and silent nights, fir trees decorated with sparkling lights, stockings hung by the chimney in a row, and a Lexus in your driveway with a giant red bow. These are the signs of the holiday season, and the Lexus December to Remember sales event is the perfect reason to get an ES or LS that's been carefully crafted and incredible offers that feel truly enchanted. But hurry, these offers end January 2nd. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.